everyone, and welcome to Mildly Heroic, the Pathfinder RPG podcast. We are proud to present Hearth of Darkness, an actual play of the module Ire of the Storm. Well, folks, he's done it. It is session number 10 of Ire of the Storm, and Jason's character is still alive, despite how many times he's tried to kill off Miyabe. Oh, good joke, sir. Good joke. Miyabe has made it through 10 sessions. There's no joke. He's really tried. He's, he's actually, really tried. <laughs> yeah, like two or three times, I swear to God, he's like, hey, you could kill me here. It's actually astounding alive. how much Jason has tried to kill off his character and now it's kind of become like the opposite for me as a GM where it's like normally GMs try to kill characters and now I'm like I'm going to try to keep Miyabe alive see that's see that's the long game right like you gotta con your GM into doing the opposite right (laughs) so everybody's always like asking like oh don't kill my character don't kill my character and it's like no do the opposite and then you'll live forever You'll live wow. Wait, so was this truly all along you loved Miyabe? No, you wanted him? Not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate him, but... Man, I hope I die in session one of Iron Fang when we get back. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Actually, we'll to be honest, I hope you do too, just because it'd be a really good dynamic for a new character to be introduced and then immediately die. It would be, be like, yeah, that's right, everyone. First round of combat, baby. It would be highly Our unfortunate, man. but it could happen. It's not like I'm going to stop it from happening, but uh, <laughs> we have ways of working with it if that did happen. Well, yeah, Jason yeah. has informed me that our particular party is very ill suited to the first combat back. So. Yeah. We'll see what? how that goes, and your, I'm nervous. Yeah, your party is as suited to this encounter as your enemies are suited against Aiden. Oh. Mm. It's yeah, foreboding. That's, that that's, that's, foreboding. Not, that's not great, seeing as how I have favored enemy goblin everything. Kind of makes me think we might be fighting some... That's some yikes. Yikes. Yeah, because what race is every person in our party? Human, <sighs> human, human. Oh, what? <laughs> why did we do that? I know, right? Wait a minute, Brandon. Why don't you, for no reason in particular, bring in a uh, no halfling? A halfling. The amount of effort that I have put into with Jason's help to come up with my backstory, I am absolutely not changing it. And if it he was- dies. I will die happy knowing that my story stands. It would I completely love... fall apart if he was a different race. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I love yeah. that, though, no. where you're like, my no. amazing character, with Jason's help, that I built myself, mostly. <laughs> clearly, clearly, your character is really a different race, but you have a psychosis that makes you think that you're human, but you're not really human. You're actually a halfling who thinks... No, he, he biologically has to be human. Yeah, biologically. But the thing is, is my charisma is so high that I will convince all enemies that I identify as a different race for the pain. And it just I, my charisma is so high, I can convince the weapon that I'm a different race. Wait, you alter magic properties? That's I you mean, guys you are. You, wait, you're not coming sure. in at 18th level? No, no, weird. Can well, we guess... can we roll bluff? To actually, that doesn't work because I was reading up on my on Kieran's alignment, and I was like, 
Yeah, it says in there that they always tell the truth, so guess that's not going to happen. I thought uh, something that was particularly funny. I thought you were going to say, "Can we like get to the adventure?" And then like, "No, you want to Sorry. <laughs> well, on that note, what a great segue into this. Thank adventure. you. I was trying to help us out here. Yep. So, um, I don't know. Do any of you guys want to give the recap, or do you want me to do it? Jason should do it since it was all about Jason with the spirits <laughs> and the wrestling match. Actually, Jason, yeah, Jason would be a good it, one for it. Was it was the Jason show. I don't even remember yeah. where we started last session. We started in the Halfling Village with oh, the right. leader of the Halfling Village, right. um, Zaku, approaching you. Yes. All I remember is getting oiled up and wrestling with an <laughs> old lizard man. <laughs> Believe me, I the oil remember. was optional. He just chose no oil. Like, I'm getting no in there. Let's do this. Aluna, cast the grease spell. Can <laughs> <laughs> you imagine? He just starts like rubbing on his <laughs> See, you laugh, but that's actually an application of the grease spell in the text. Yeah. 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 But you also realize that if we're doing it that way, as in like bodybuilding, that Miyabe just strips down to basically like his whitey tighties. Yeah, no, yep. Oh, yeah. That's in my mind exactly what happened. Actually, like, I, I, I always thought Miyabe was just wearing a loincloth, right? He doesn't yep. wear anything else. Yeah, it's just that's a all I see in my mind. Is a These are the moments, and I wish we did some LARPing. He literally has. <laughs> he has a chain shirt. He wears a chain shirt armor. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Where I've, I've seen his picture. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna blow it for up for everybody. Okay. 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 I'll take no, the chain it's, shirt we, we, off. We've determined it is a chain I'll, crop top, dude. I'll play this session. This. I'll play this session without the chain shirt on. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> you <know>, still <laughs> already discussed this. Yeah. No, nope. this is like those he really, like really old. Jason. This is like the really them. old MMO games where you have your character's picture and no matter what items you put on them, they just stay the same <laughs> picture. Like you get the benefits, but your appearance doesn't change if you put armor on. Yeah, we're doing the oh, yeah. we're doing the no armor barbarian challenge run. Oh my gosh. Well, I hope you were ready for a PC death because that's how you get a PC death. Could you imagine <laughs> trying to do a challenge run of an RPG? <laughs> <Pathfinder>. <laughs> <laughs> Level one challenge on of Pathfinder. <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, we died. <laughs> and you know what? There was no save point, so we didn't come back. <laughs> we could uh, die. Who typed that? Anyway, Jason did. I did not I actually. Well, anyway, I'll so, go ahead. Are you going to do it? Well, I was. Yeah, I was waiting for. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I was waiting for you to shut up. Yeah. So we had a chat with all of the halflings there at the village. Um, I think the main things that we talked about was uh, trying to figure out the exact location of the uh, ambush site that we went to. And we asked if they had any idea where the lizard folk were or where they took the guy that we were looking for. Uh, and they didn't have too much more knowledge in that regard, but they were able to direct us where we had to go and... When we got there, we started looking around, and uh, it had been too long, and it rained too much. We couldn't really find any tracks. However, we did encounter a like water spirit. Uh, I don't remember the exact creature type, the name of the creature itself. A um, like mamawa. A, I was, yep, mamawa. Um, <clears throat> uh, which uh, pretty much had, I think, both Aluna and Miyabe kind of dumbstruck for a little bit there. 
uh, and it kind of went around and, and uh, inspected all of us because we failed our diplomacy checks so bad. But Sarah figured that we kind of needed him to help us in order to progress the adventure. So um, it then led us directly to the temple, uh, which we are at now. Um, and given how thick the forest is, it seems that we might have had zero chance of getting here otherwise. Uh, upon arriving, we saw lizard folk guarding the two entrances. There's like a whole village of 50-some lizard, lizard folk over uh, near the side, which kind of convinced us to uh, avoid full-on frontal assault and maybe try to just be diplomatic, uh, which worked out pretty well. They took us to the village chief, uh, who is at odds with... Uh, I don't know if this other guy is also a village chief or just another influential figure in the village, uh, but he has some sort of influence, uh, and he's doing a, a ritual, which is presumably what's causing all the stormy nonsense going on. Um, but it requires a sacrifice and all this other stuff that the uh, chief that we talked to wasn't necessarily on board with, uh, and we had to do a series of skill checks to convince her to uh, give us access to the area and not uh, try to fight us. And we, I'm pretty sure we kind of blew those checks right out of the water. Yeah, um, we crushed it. Well, and I 100% didn't do it the way that it was probably meant to be done in hindsight, but... Yeah, I mean, even okay. even then, Abner. though, like, Abner got four successes on his own. Yeah. So, yeah. What, like, what do you think would have been... Like, you can only attempt each one once, or... I think in hindsight, I would have made you actually role play things out more for the checks that you were doing, rather than oh, just yeah. like looking at the what your best checks are. Like you still could have rolled those, but I would have had you right. role play out what do you say that goes along with this check. And in the moment, you know, you guys were doing some good role play anyway, so it's not like right. yeah. there was no role play. I just would maybe lean more into. Well, to be fair, I thought it was a nice transition. I sometimes like that when they... I like role-playing things out, but I also like when they gamify situations like that. Because the truth of the matter is, not every person who comes to sit at an RPG table is going... Like, they can play a charismatic character. You can play a bard, and you might not be a charismatic person, right? So you might not be able to come up with what your bard says. Being able to just say the gist of it and do a role, I sometimes just like that freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Yeah, we were able to convince her to kind of give us some leeway to explore this area. She gave us some info about how to... Uh, we have to find the other half of some um, emblem or, or seal. 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 seal yeah. um, in order to gain access to where we need to go. And she thinks the other half is somewhere in this temple. Uh, so we headed north to talk to the prisoner that we wanted to to reunite with, the Mamiwa that we found. But on the way, we got sidetracked by this old guy. Um, who was desperate to be <laughs> wrestled in this like mud pit over here, which desperate. went on about three times as long as it needed to because <laughs> I don't I don't know if like it was supposed to be like whoever got pinned was the person who lost. I just figured that like you had to like give up. So Miyabe got pinned first, but I was like I can technically break out of a pin, um, yeah, and I did. But maybe that was supposed to be, like, the fail state, so maybe I should have lost immediately as soon as I got pinned, but I don't know. But you didn't secede, so... Yeah, I did not. to be fair, the rules of the competition were not laid beforehand, so really, he's just an old crazy man, for all we know. 
<laughs> he had his code of conduct, and you did not. I don't have a code of conduct. Um, but then in the adjacent room, there was a swarm that we uh, unfairly demolished in a surprise <laughs> round, followed by a, a beginning round of just dozens of alchemist fire. Yeah, that's a fair way of putting it. And then shortly after that, we ended this session getting into the uh, prison here, uh, coming face-to-face with the guy that uh, Miyabe, at least, has been looking for for a while now. Mm -hmm. Yep, and just to uh, refresh for you what you're you're dealing with in this room, uh, you can see there's a metal cage that fills the southern end of a stone-walled room. Again, the opening, the ceiling is open, so it's being rained in here. You're getting soaked. You're already soaked, basically. Miyabe has an umbrella. Um, yeah, <laughs> a little parasol. A patch of damp hay rests within the cage along with a bucket and a clay tray that's covered with remnants of foodstuffs. Um, you can see this person. I don't think I showed him to you last week, so let me show him to you today so you see this man who's in there and he is um bound by a makeshift uh it looks like they took maybe manacles plus like a breastplate and like made a makeshift um thing to keep him bound so it doesn't look very comfortable at all. It's not meant... The purpose is not... I can't speak tonight. It's like a metal straitjacket? Basically, yeah. Basically, they just kind of constructed this thing to keep him bound. Um, and as a result, he looks exhausted. Like, with this thing, he has not been able to sleep well. Um, and as you guys walked in, the lizard folk stood um, stood to attention, asked what you were doing there. The other one comes down and says, you guys have free reign. And that's where we left it off. And remind me again, uh, who was this person in relation to Miyabe? It was the boy's father. Yes. No. His his mentor. His mentor. Mentor. And uh, he was in prison because he was just, he was? He was with the expedition that was attacked and Hamsagad escaped. And everyone else was killed, but he was able to parlay for his life, and they took him hostage, essentially. Got you. Uh, final thing, I it, I did not properly process how in the middle of it we are. We're at the temple, which we had figured out a while ago was pretty yes. much the, the place to be. That's the way you got to go. Presumably. So all of that other... Super... 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 Oh, so gosh. Super... <laughs> Superfluous. <laughs> Super poo. Fluous. Oh boy. Oh, oh gosh. Boy. Yes. All of that stuff we pretty much just skipped, which is kind of kind of kind of nifty. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it would have taken us weeks just to go to those other places. There was a lot that you guys skipped. A lot. Yeah. Like like. Well, we can still go do it. We Later. Don't have to find this. Yeah. I was gonna say we could just walk out. I'm not. <laughs> I'm honestly not convinced that. The a, the module intends for you to go to all the places because it takes so much time just to get there, mm-hmm. and it seems, at least the way Sarah like, was playing the NPCs, the- like it seems like you're kind of on a timeline. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. I'm not convinced you're even supposed to go to every place. Well, and that's the thing is, part two is very much a sandbox, and in order to get to the location of this temple, 
there are certain things that have to happen. So um, some of them require you to go to these other places. The way that you guys did it, just like your first choices were a direct route to get here. We lucked out a bit. Kind of. Yeah, kind of your choices sped up the process to you actually getting to the temple. Maybe was other- probably a big, a big find. Yeah, yeah, that was the one where <laughs> that's kind of the, you know, if you didn't do anything else and went straight there, like, you would be able to come straight to the temple. Um, but otherwise, you would have needed to go to a couple of different places, get information from Hamsagad along with some other things in order to find this location, but... Yeah, but um, Hamsa's dead now. She gone. I, she yeah, is gone. He killed her. She will be missed. No. No? No. <laughs> no. Apparently yeah. by Abner. Abner Abner was in love. Oh, oh my. She smelled like, she smelled like ham. He likes ham. <laughs> A love built on ham could never last. <laughs> so at the commotion of you guys entering this room, um, Magdi looks up and he's completely bound, like Brandon said, almost in a metal straitjacket. He's restrained. And he looks up at you and his brow furrows but then he speaks to you in, in common and he says what a surprise I did not expect to see others like me in the temple what brings you here amongst the lizard folk don't all jump at once <laughs> he's speaking in common he's speaking in common well, I'm not even in the room yet I was gonna no, say, yeah, I'll get uh, in the back side of the room. Yeah, you, we're all in the room. Luna's just blocking the door. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Abner went right in the cage. Trump's in the cage. <laughs> Trump's in the cage. It's so he pries open the bars, me. closes them in behind him. It's like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> this guy will leave. Now he's on his job. Uh, well, hello there, sir. We we're, we're looking for you. You are looking for me. That's quite a surprise. I don't even know who you are. Yeah, your uh, apprentice is friends with Miabe, the big guy back here, and he wanted us to come and find you, and here you are. Well, here I am. Must be Kanjo is safe then? Yes. That is I am sure that had he been here with us, he would have perished. So it warms my heart to know that he is safe. Yeah, kind of, sure. I mean, he would run to a little trouble, but, you know, we won't worry you. Well, I, I don't know what to say. I figured I would spend the rest of my days here in this cell, and now you show up suddenly friends with these lizard folks, at least to the extent that they are allowing you to speak with me. I don't know if you're able to parlay for my freedom, but... We will try. Uh, we did find another one of your friends. And he's kind of referring to the spirit that... I don't know if the spirit like immediately went over to him, or what that thing so, is doing. The spirit is still on your shoulder, but <clears throat> as soon as Magdi sees... Uh, the oh shoot now I just forgot his name. Mamiwa. Yeah, but what was his name? Bob. <laughs> Mr. Waterman. Man, you'd think I would know these things. 
Hydrophobia. Amateur. I know, right? Squirt. Did you come up with a name? No, it's in the it's in the module. Just gotta find Ar- Argil. That's right, Argil. Ah. So, as soon as he sees him, you see his body just completely relax, and he exhales deeply, and he says, Argil, I thought you were dead. I am so glad to see you alive, my friend. And the little spirit <clears throat> kind of hops off of Miyabe's shoulder and flies over and flies through the bars and um, embraces Magdi and says, My friend, I thought you were dead. I didn't know what happened and I hid when they attacked, but I'm glad to see that you're still alive and I promise you that I will get you out of here. Um, he will try to stand up and he'll walk over and he'll address one of the lizard folk in polyglot and he will say since your chief has allowed these strangers to come does this mean that I am free and the lizard folk will respond uh, stay right here I need to double check with the chief on this first and so he will leave and basically few minutes well, later God will pounce on the other one who's left all alone now and murder him <laughs> well, break the dude out of the cell real it's, quick it's unfortunate that Abner doesn't speak polyglot because then he could just bluff and be like yes your chief did you know we got it all clear <laughs> yeah he's got no idea going <laughs> yeah, on right. like, yep. don't you worry yep, just like the other guy said we've got jurisdiction here now so open up <laughs> We'll set, roll roll up. Up. <laughs> He's like, oh, alright. Makes sense. <laughs> We're uh, the deputies of uh, yeah, Hearth and the Lizard Folk Temple. Yep. Uh, after some time, the Lizard Folk will come back and he will enter in and um, with a key, he will undo the manacles and then undo the breastplate and kind of put it in the corner. And you see Magdi kind of like stretch out his arms and he stands up and he stretches and he says... Well, I am so very thankful for this turn of events. Again, I do not even know your names, but I must thank you for whatever it was that you said that allowed my freedom. Oh, you're welcome. My name is Krimit. Can I do a heel check on him? Sure. Uh, I will aid. or Well, not aid. I'll do one as well. I should specify. After okay, he so saw my 10, he, he wants to do it. Right. Quickly, quickly backpedal. Quickly backpedal. <laughs> Kermit doesn't know what he's looking at. Yeah, Kermit, yeah. looking at him, you can tell he's very much worse for wear. Oh. Um, but you're not sure, you know, is he suffering from anything? Aluna. So, oh, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, so Kermit will basically, you know, tell him that his name is Kermit and that he'll look at him and go, Oh, you don't look so good, good sir. Uh, but here, talk to Aluda here. She loves healing people graciously. <laughs> and then Kermit will move out of the way, kind of smiling with a grin. With no teeth, remember? <laughs> oh, it's creepy! Don't say it! I had forgotten all about that! Thank you. It's creepy! <laughs> so, Aluna with a 32 and heal, um, you get closer and you can see that um, essentially he is fatigued. He has not gotten a good night's sleep. Um, uh, you can tell that uh, 
he probably hasn't eaten very well, but it's not like he's been starved. He's not suffering from any hit point damage or anything like that, but it's basically just these conditions in the rain, um, lack of sleep, have all left him a little worse for wear. Mm, okay. So he's not hes not dead. He's not going to die. He doesn't need help. He just needs I sleep. I don't think he's dead, no. He, he's yeah. not dead. <laughs> well, he's not dying. I mean, like, he's not in any bad shape. No, Sir, he's not yet dead. <laughs> Sir, are you dead? We fought a lot of undead. Are you dead? We're kind of tired of it. I promise you that I am not undead. <laughs> I am very much alive. I don't feel up to par, but after I have some time to meditate, I may be able to re- regain some of my spells that I have not been able to prepare for the past couple of days. But I think I'm going to require a good night's sleep before I am feeling myself again. We have business at this temple of our own. I do not know if you want to wait for us and return together or if you are confident that you can return on your own safely. To be honest, I'm not really sure where I am. Uh, I was blindfolded when they brought me here, so I am not confident that I would even know how to get back. I believe they call this nation Sagava. Okay, I understand. I I am aware that I am in Sargava. I, I understand that. I know I am near Pryden's Hearth, the new colony. I came down here to do research. Ah. I don't know specifically okay. where I am. Well, you, I you know... That. It seems you know more than I do, so I, I cannot help you more than this. Uh, Kermit gives him uh, the map that I bought that I have been jotting down our locations. I appreciate this, but if you, if you don't mind, uh, and if it is able to be worked out with the chief I would rather stay here and wait until you head back I'm not sure that I would be able to take care of myself God bless you I mean, Kermit looks Rose down at his map you. and kind of has a sad face and puts it away thinking ah. that he did a terrible job apparently Gozra, um, is he a cl- can I determine that he's a cleric? Um, you cannot Can I spend ten minutes? and determine with a sense motive? Um, so he would say, uh, yes, I worship Gozra, but not in the way that traditional clerics do. I am a druid who worships Gozra and nature. I love how Josh is like, can I determine this? No. Can I spend ten minutes? He's like, or you could just ask him. (laughs) (laughs) I want to use my occult skills. He's not hostile. Well, you know the thing about sorcerers is that they're really secretive about what their class is and their powers, so they don't like to talk about it. Wait, so he's multi-classed? Druid sorcerer? No. Whoa, whoa, whoa. why has that never happened? Druid oracle sorcerer. Sounds like it has terrible synergy. (laughs) (laughs) Two of those would be better together than others. Uh... So, pretty if much, you, you just... Oh, sorry. If you don't mind me asking, what business do you have here? Oh, we're here to figure out why there is a massive storm a-brewing. 
My guess is that it is the work of the the lizard folk who captured me. They are remnants of a sect of my beliefs who have twisted Gozra's teachings into trying to warp and control nature themselves. They think that with their own powers and also the powers of some of the elemental lords that they can control nature and cause destruction upon their enemies. It is a fierce perversion of what Gozra teaches. But I am just one person and I cannot take care of it myself. So if you are here to put them down, I would offer you my aid, but unfortunately I am not... I am not in fighting shape right at the moment. We appreciate that. I mean, any aid, even if it's knowledge, would suffice. Unfortunately, I do not... I do not have very much knowledge to give you, other than the fact that I come from a group called the Storm Kindlers. Um, my particular sect is in Kadira. Um, I traveled here to learn more about this offshoot sect of Storm Kindlers uh, who don't read the chat. <laughs> uh, the Storm Kindlers off- don't read the chat. <laughs> yeah. This offshoot sect of the Storm Kindlers who. Uh, turned away from Gozora and began to follow, uh, I can't ever pronounce it. Well, one is Kelizandri. Uh, Kelizandri is a an evil elemental lord. And the other one is... Ur... Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Shursha. Now I can't find it. Shursha? No. Now I can't find it. It starts with a U. Religion or planes? Or are they just some random people? It's probably either religion or planes. Elemental lords are in there. Yeah. Hershersha. Hershersha, yes. So, um, probably knowledge... I would allow either knowledge religion or knowledge planes. I already rolled my Miyabe's out. Ooh, yikes. Well, one of each. No, I went with religion. Okay. So the 15 in Knowledge Religion and Abner's 13 in Knowledge Planes. Um, not Knowledge Engineering. Yes, elementals are uh, integral to most engineering <laughs> That one has a cockwheel in it. As so, a result, they're off warships, and so I'll allow it. Uh, Shurha, Shurha, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, is the elemental lord of air that and is too many H's. Kelizandri. Let me make sure I'm spelling this right. Fire. Kelizandri sure. is the elemental lord of water. Dang it. Mm. Um, that was probably the more obvious choice, anyways. I don't need a lot, just if Aluna's heard of them before. Uh, yes, so she would have heard of them. Um, you would also know that they are. Primarily evil. Oh, oh, that's weird. The elemental lords are evil. Some of these them. in particular are. Both of them are neutral evil. Don't you love when you know stuff, but your character would be totally lost? <laughs> and yeah. Don't you love when your character would know stuff, but you're totally lost? <laughs> <laughs> I love when that my character is lost and I am lost. <laughs> 
so I ask him, um, do you know how that they could harness the power of these elemental lords, you call them, to summon a storm of this magnitude? My guess is that these elemental lords want some form of destruction anyway, and so they have given their blessing on the work that Dorothek has done. Um, I don't know at this point if it is possible to stop what he has set in motion. I don't even know where he is, but I feel that we must try. Otherwise, Pride and Hearth is going to be wiped out. Not to mention the rest of these lands, the lizard folk, everyone, they will be wiped out by this storm. Maybe he doesn't know he's potentially signing his own death warrant. My guess is that he probably does not know that. Well, well, we are here to stop this. Uh, we still have places in this temple to explore, to find our way to wherever they are. But that is our goal. Well, if you wouldn't mind, I can meditate and, and gather some power from Gozra today. Um, and then I might be able to assist you a little bit. I will not be of great use in battle, but maybe I can assist you a little if you are not in too much of a hurry. Aluna nods. Okay, so he will, um, now that he is freed from his restraints, he's going to take some time, and you see him kind of go off, and he's going to sit um, back, actually back in the cell, now that it's open, he'll sit against the wall and just kind of close his eyes and stay in stillness for a while. Before he runs over there, like, and sits down, Kermit runs back up and goes, Wait, I think that you'll need this. And he hands him some rations. You can't meditate on an empty tummy. I appreciate it, my young friend. I will put this to good use. I, I was thinking about giving my canteen, but I actually have a small canteen, which is basically probably a thimble for him. It would be less <laughs> Just a shot of water. <laughs> basically, it's for him. So, And then Kermit will go, we need to find this key for the other half. Okay, so after some time, um, he will open his eyes and he'll stand up and he'll say, well, all right, I suppose lead the way. Well, we walk in not so many squares back into the hallway. <laughs> I don't know what Miyabe is doing. <laughs> He's walking but... every square. I do not know either. He does that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since he was a little boy, I remember we used to go get water together and he would always be spinning. <laughs> <laughs> always be spinning. <laughs> We should go talk to this trader. Yeah, can I go in here? Is that a thing? See what goods they have for sale. Yep, oh, so... No. Didn't we establish this not really a trader? <laughs> it's a, oh, it's a trader. That's a trader. <laughs> Are you saying a D or a T? I can't tell. A T, I think. Yeah, Abra would like her because she's a trader. <laughs> what does Wait, that what? even mean? No, a trader. <laughs> I still don't get it. Wait, a trader? Hey, Wait a minute, though, actually. I know that a T and a D are different, but I realize, actually... My my the way I talk, they ain't different. <laughs> Not that word. <laughs> so you walk into this room, and there's an acidic tang of alchemical solvents that wafts out from under this canopy. So this particular room has some sort of canopy over top. 
There's tables and shelves that are lined with all varieties of bottles, jars, and dripping bags. There's dozens of small cages that house various rodents, reptiles, and large insects. And the uh, creature that you see, I think you can see that token, correct? Yes. Are you implying it should be a traitor? <laughs> it's a traitor. <laughs> so you walk in, and um, this creature turns around and says, Well, 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 what has showed up in my laboratory unannounced and uninvited? I have never seen you around here before. Apologies, and the other leaves. <laughs> well, at least one of you has manners, while the rest of you do not. <laughs> what are you doing at here? Abner here. <laughs> He's the what one is she speaking in? Can um, I understand her? She's speaking she is in speaking drow in sign language. I was going to say, I haven't been able to speak anything else that they speak. So. She's speaking in polyglot. Nope. Uh, then Abner okay. can't. Abner uh, just goes. Uh, like, I feel like Krimit doesn't know polyglot, but he's heard it enough the past few days to know that they're speaking that specific language, and he just walks out. Aluna will apologize uh, and explain why they're here. and Well, not. She won't. She'll apologize and then translate to Abner. Oh, I don't understand. The rest of you cannot understand me. I don't speak this language. And she'll switch to halfling and she'll say, do you understand <laughs> this language? Yeah, I've uh, I've got that one. Uh, we can speak in halfling. Uh, we were uh, planning on uh, exploring this here temple and uh, the, the main uh, lady in the other room mentioned that you might be able to help us with some supplies perhaps sorry I just thought of how ridiculous the scene is so she speaks to me in polyglot I then go to translate she then says well how about Halfley he starts talking Luna's there like, like what, what, what what do I do because <laughs> now Luna doesn't understand I, I do have to admit this is going to be a little confusing. Oh, uh, no, what, she'll let the two of them talk, and I'll what, go out with me all day. I can speak in both if you want me to just repeat myself over and over. Oh, that'll be all right. You can just speak in halfling. I'm sorry. I seem to have forgotten the question. You were asking about supplies. Is that what was going on here? Oh yeah. The uh, the other lady mentioned you might be a pretty good alchemist. Uh, we were wondering if you'd be able to help us with some supplies before we go into Yanova Temple. Uh, you're in the temple. Uh, oh. I I do have supplies for sale. What exactly are you looking for? She is a trader. <laughs> I really only keep alchemical reagents and some potions. Uh, we'd be looking for any potions of with a healing nature. She'll shuffle over and she's pretty um actually I don't know. She's pretty old. She's three. <laughs> she's she's three. No, I was trying to see Okay, so she is a medium size. I wasn't sure how is she like a frog person? Is Krimit not excited to see another frog person? She's, she's still just smitten with Zweef? She's like hunched over 
Um, and she does have like some qualities like what Kermit is, but she's definitely more, I think we mentioned it last week, boggards are more of like the bullfrogs, whereas Gripply are more like tree frogs. So she's like ah. stockier, like more warty. And uh, she'll shuffle over to a cabinet and open it up and she'll say, well, I got some of these uh, healing potions. I've got three potions of cure light wounds and I've got uh, three potions of lesser restoration, but that's about the only healing items that I've got. So she does uh, have one. I'd uh, be interested in taking all of them, if you'd sell them to us. Uh, yeah, so the uh, potions of lesser restoration are going to be, I think, 300 gold. I believe yeah. it is a second level spell. <sighs> Yeah, so those will be 300 gold each, and then the healing potions would be 50 gold each. So if you want all of them, it's going to be, what, 1,050? Does she have any uh, anti-plague um, or any, uh, what's the other one that I wanted? Remove anti-toxin? Oh. No, we have the anti-toxins. Remove um, one bottle of anti-plague and two bottles of anti-toxin currently. Okay, then we're good on that. What's some other dangerous jungle stuff that we would want alchemicals for? Um, she does not have remove blindness deafness. Okay. Too high level. So Abner's gonna buy the three cure light wounds for sure. To be fair, it's so high level it shouldn't come up, but if it does, it'd be really nice to not have to worry about it for long. Find out. 50 gold apiece, <laughs> you said? Yeah, so the Carolite wounds are 50 gold each. Are Tanglefoot bags good at this level still? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I've never really been a fan of them, but... I don't know if we've ever had one in a party that I've played and actually got that to work. Yeah. But uh, does she have, like, just basic... Um alchemical items yeah so if there's like if there's like reasonable alchemical items she would have those in stock so you know antitoxin anti-plague she might have a couple alchemist fire um if there was more mundane things that you wanted she might have those in stock as well do have smelling salts then uh yeah yeah we want some of them i'm treating her kind of like how you treat a vendor in a video game like, do you really have all this stuff in your little cart? Yeah. No, but yes. But yes. <laughs> so, Abner's taking all of the cure potions and just mark off whatever else you want to pay for and make sure that you've got the gold for it. I'll take 25 gold pieces and grab smelling salts. Is that okay. coming out of party gold? No, I'll buy them. Okay. They're not a really super useful item. They're halfway between flavor and useful. They do allow you a new saving throw if you are like magically put a s- unconscious by a spell effect, which is nice, but otherwise they don't do a whole lot. They so, bring you back to conscious if you're dying, though. Before we go in, we do have four potions of cure light wounds in the party inventory. Did you guys want to let those or four potions like up. yeah mm-hmm. one each well, well, I, I don't one. need one I don't need I don't one because I kept two from the ones that I bought 
and then one went into the party inventory. I think we should give them all to Miyabe. <laughs> I Sounds currently about right don't have any, Classic. I don't have any Sounds potions classic. currently. I don't know if Krimit has any potions currently. I don't. Uh, just the potion of Arch skin. Give them two each. Two each? Okay, so you each get two potions of Cure Light. With the Luna's Blessing, I get a healing item. Uh, the Amulet of Natural Armor. Did somebody take that? Uh, didn't didn't they give that to you? Wasn't that the whole point of going through the... Was that what you got out of the swarm? No, I got no, the Braces of armor. armor plus two. Okay. I mean, it's up to you guys. I can throw it on me, or you guys can have it. I don't remember who we decided. We decided not Miyabe. Because Aluna has bark skin that she might cast on him. Mm-hmm. Kermit has a bark skin potion. That wouldn't stack. If you give it to me, it puts my AC to 20. You're like the tankiest little And I can just ever. get my just the pistol whip on so, and I can just go... How about this? So what are, what are our ACs? So if I have ward on... So at the beginning of an encounter, my AC is at 19, and it can drop down to 17 if I if Ward goes off. Um, it sounds like Krimit's AC is normally 19. What is the AC for Aluna and Abner normally? 15. 14. Okay, those both suck. So <laughs> Pretty bad. So, do one of you want the Bark Skin Potion? I mean, I almost always have Mage Armor prepared. Yeah, like even now oh, I have yeah. mage armor. So. And that's that's the other thing, Justin, is at this level, if you cast it, it's going to last you four hours. Right. So there's really no reason not to have that on. Right. All the time, pretty basically much. Basically all the time. Did, did right. your AC so does that bring you from a... Plus two bracers? Yeah, that's with the bracers. With the bracers yeah. plus mage armor, then you get... So 18, so we should probably get no. a total. Uh, Once you only get another two, because yeah. the uh, bracers shouldn't stack with mage armor. Yeah, bracers yes. of armor are an armor bonus. Mage armor is also an armor bonus. You'd only take oh, so the higher. Back. Yeah. So it'd be 16. Okay. Then okay. With, with the mage armor. Still not bad for a wizard. Not bad for a wizard. Yeah, but, but I mean, I mean, Sarah made a point is like maybe one of you takes the potion that Krimit has, and then Krimit takes the natural armor amulet. So that would get him up to a a constant twenty, and then right. one of you lower AC people could get a plus three with a uh, bark skin. I think it's a plus three. It might be a plus two. Plus two. It's a plus two if it's a potion. Yeah. The other the thing. Wrath? The other thing to consider is just distribution of hit points versus AC versus party roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So bark skin would be a plus two, and it would last for thirty minutes. Yeah. Um. I'm at, yeah. I'll, I'll take it. The, the the potion. So you guys give me the yeah, so, amulet? Yeah, so if you give Aluna the potion of bark skin, you can have the amulet of natural armor, so you'd have a constant uh, plus one natural armor bonus. What a great opportunity to have a uh, alchemical allocation. I could just vomit the bark skin back into the thing. That sounds so good. I hate all of your characters. <laughs> no, actually, I don't like what you just said. Actually, it's funny. After we uh, talked about that, I just looked up, and apparently I already had the Necklace of National Armor. I just didn't have it listed under gear, but I had it under my AC. I just 
Sorry, I already had it, so I'm at a 19 with that, so... We must have okay. decided that last time. Yeah. Yeah, I must have just taken it off the inventory list. So. Alright, so Good I'll still explain. put that out. I'm still going to give the Barkskin Potion to you, Josh. Thank you. So maybe I'll get another heal from the wand or something later. So maybe. That up. Maybe. So, <laughs> and consumables. We have one bottle of anti-plague, two bottles of anti-toxin, four bottles of blood block, two sunrods, one bird feather token, and four potions of remove fear. Should we yeah. use the bird feather token to send a message back to Pride and Hearth now? Yes. Not a bad idea. Just yeah. in yeah. case we all meet an untimely right. end and need a backup party to show up somehow? Very convenient backup party. Very sure, convenient yeah. backup party. Well, yeah, and we can also tell them, hey, things are actually going well. We'll come back with more news. But... <laughs> things are going swimmingly. <laughs> right, but <laughs> All the should, we die, should we die, you should know that we've we smoothed things over with the lizard folk. Just, um, you just write a message and it carries it, right? Like, we can't give it something else to carry? Yeah, it has right. to be a message. I think it has to be 25 words or less, uh, and you have to send it to a specific person or a specific location. <laughs> I would love Abner to write that message, because he never remembers where everything is. He'd be like, we're at that lizard oh, place right. with him Bibbidi. We talked to... They'd come in, and the cow would be like, this is gibberish. <laughs> this makes no sense. We took care of Ham Slice, now we're at the temple with Hippity Bibbidi. But, yeah. Anybody who wants to, you might want to um, just look over the alchemical creations. There's a bunch of weird stuff in there. Uh, things like clear ear, which give you a bonus to perception checks and uh, negative to charisma. And there's, there's a bunch of weird items. So if that interests any of you, take a quick look. Because your opportunity to buy is leaving. Yeah, I probably try to pick up some alchemical fire. How much are those pieces? Like, 40? Um, alchemist? I got it. Uh, right here. Alchemist, fire, you're looking at... 20. Uh, yeah, 20. How many does she have, sir? Uh, I'll say she has three. Can I do a duplication trick with the NPC? A what? Duplication trick. No. Yeah, any good game has a duplication trick. It's a joke, Sarah. Sarah's a joke. You have to laugh. Oh, okay. So basically, now she only has a one, apparently. She throws two on the floor and they blow up. <laughs> so I wrote, animation. I wrote a, a short message in the chat there that's 23 words long that I think gets most of the details. Found Lizard I mean, Folk Temple. Lizard Folk was split into two factions. We will stop the ritual. Found Magni, he is alive. Yeah. I mean, Miyabe already speaks as if he's talking in uh, telegraph <laughs> speak. <laughs> so, perfect. Perfect. You put Miyabe in charge of writing the letter, and it turns out that he doesn't know how to read or write. So it's just <laughs> like a picture of a temple. It's all hieroglyphs. And, like stick figures. <laughs> <laughs> probably make more sense than Abner's. Yeah, we could okay. send that message back, and uh, as far as the other consumables, I think we pretty much have everything we need. One anti-plague and two anti-toxin. Like, I mean, we might have multiple people get caught up with those, but if it's disease, then it's probably going to take a day or so to even start to affect us, and we'll have time to deal with it, probably. 
uh, and two antitoxin is probably good for against poisons. Sunrods are nice, so I can't think of anything else that we need. I can't think of anything. The only thing I could think of is just picking out random stuff. There's no point to do that. We don't need random alchemical items. You might garlic for one silver piece. In case you were curious. handy when you fight vampires. These pungent white cloves serves as a food and medicine and play a role in many traditional cleansing rituals. It is well established that vampires cannot abide the presence of garlic. Vampires cannot tolerate the strong odor of garlic and will not enter an area laced in it. So, if we ever fight vampires, you could buy garlic. Okay, where are you guys heading now? Yeah, um, he's going to the hallway once we are finished yeah. with stuff. Once, okay. once we've once you've got all the things we want. The old man lizard. <laughs> uh, so, Miyabe, as you step up here, you see that this hallway opens up into a large open area, which appears to be like the central location of this temple. A large raised basin of green rock sits in the center of this plaza. A thick brownish liquid quivers just beyond the fountain's raised lip. Um, a stone, a large stone door blocks entry farther north. It's surface covered with two circular indentations, and there's a hallway that extends off to the east across the way, and then south, it looks like that may have been where the main door would lead you. So, I will reveal some of this. We all know that brown puddle is another ooze. Uh, I guess I can reveal down. Yeah, we'll kind of just kind of walk around. Alright, okay. another random fun alchemical so item. Anointing oil. It changes a harmless divine spell to a full round action instead of a standard action to cast and it increases its spell level by one. So, that's cool. Um, alright. So let me open up this hallway. And let me get this little guy right here. So as you start walking through this area, all of a sudden you hear a voice come from this murky brown water in the fountain. And it says, who enters the temple of the great spirit? I look immediately at Miyabe. What language is this? Um, This is in common. Common, okay. Miyabe would probably turn in the direction of the of the noise, and he would say, Are you a good spirit? That depends. I think I said I was a great spirit. Okay. Yeah. I will give you more information if you toss some coins into the water. Miyabe throws a platinum into the car. Into the... <laughs> he just flicks it from ten feet away. What's he throwing in? He's throwing in gold. I was gonna throw a platinum, but I can throw in a. I have gold too. Whichever Wait, one he would. Yeah, but Miyabe doesn't know. Remember? Yeah, but Aluna says. Okay. Wait. Wait I will answer. Miyabe. 
Your um, questions, just throw in gold pieces or platinum uh, pieces. Why do you sound like Tim the Warlock from Mighty Python? Yeah, can I get, uh, <laughs> some call me Tim. Or, or something here to figure out what, what, is, what is this? What is this? It's um, a great spirit. Don't question it. Uh, this would be a Knowledge Planes roll. <laughs> I don't have that. Oh, I right. got that now. I got it. I do. Abnicale. Roll that. So, 12. Okay. Aluna, you're hearing this and looking, and you're not sure what's going on, but Abner, uh, you have heard of these creatures before. Um, you know their mischievous nature, um, and they would fit right in with this murky water. Um, this is an ooze mephit. Yeah. An ooze method. So I will show you a little picture of oh, what. Oh, I it don't is. like that. Ooh, that is a beautiful picture, though. Throw some gold in, and I will answer your questions about the temple. I'm waiting. Aluna will still stop me out of it because Josh passed his insmode of check. <laughs> I have oh, to look over at Mihaba and go, I know I was incorrect on the last spirit we encountered, but I do promise you that this is not a creature that we should be feeding. Don't give it any gold or anything. Why? Uh, it is a ooze method. Do I know anything about ooze methods? Uh, so with, what it is? Yeah, with a knowledge planes, I'll let you get... Um, one piece of information if there's anything that you would like to know you would know just by default that these are commonly found on the plane of water okay. and that they're disgusting little creatures are they dangerous um not necessarily so they are not evil they are neutral creatures um so they're not by default evil but they are very mischievous and um, they like to play tricks. Um, and if provoked, they will fight back. Okay. So I'll look over at me. I'm like, oh, evil might be a strong word to use in this circumstance. Uh, it is a mischievous little uh, creature. It's likely to play a trick on you, Miyabe. Are you going to give me gold? I like tricks. Miyabe, you should give us some gold. Uh, looking at Miyabe and like, shaking her head no. <laughs> hey. I'll count to ten. I apologize, One. great spirit, but I have been told not to Two. give you anything. Kermit like, starts backpedaling out of the room. Three, <laughs> four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and then all of a sudden you hear um, some words being said, and in your midst, <clears throat> this cloud of nauseating vapors you. appears, Gross. and I need uh, Abner, Aluna, and Miyabe to roll me a reflex save. Right, it's just smiling. Oh, yes, that's right. Actually, no, I'm sorry, fortitude save. Fortitude save. Yeah, it was really? Really? I waste room. my 20 on you, the reflex I, save? 
Don't yell at me. I said defeat it, Gold, and then you wouldn't have been farted on. But no. Uh, I'll sure you, you Justin, I, you can keep that roll because I said it wrong. So you can keep the 20. Oh, she's being benevolent today. We, I can roll my board. Know. I'm just kidding. It really doesn't I bother me at all. I guarantee you. Someone's gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> You're being way too nice for someone not to die. This well, you rolled it. I rolled my hands. All right, so um, this cloud fills this area. Let me get my. Um, Sounds like notice. a good old stinking cloud. I feel the like these lizard people have not gone racial around. bonus against enchantment spells and effects, which this is. This Seems is, like it might. It's definitely an enchantment spell. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're only a fortitude save against that enchantment spell. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think so. It's possible. <laughs> I think Stinking Cloud is a conjuration spell. Yeah, so I don't know exactly. I mean, necromancy. It's a 20 foot oh. radius, it's a little bit bigger than this. Yeah, Needless to say, that. it's all of it. So we'll just say it's in this general vicinity. Can you can you see my drawing? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, so Miyabe, you and Aluna are both able to hold off this stench, but Abner, you go to say something right as this spell is cast, and you take in a big old whiff of this cloud, and you are uh, nauseated. Nice. Um, and so at this point, if you guys stay in this cloud, you're going to have to roll saves continuously. Right. Well, I don't. What's the green for? I was Is that doing an actual radius. Okay. It's exactly 20. If you hold shift, when you pull the shape, you can make it exactly snap to the grid. So. Okay. Gotcha. That's the exact 20 foot range. Run away! So you guys exit this cloud that's just hovering in this green, like, misty, like, haze. And they say, I warned you! You didn't give me money! So be gone! Be gone from the temple! Yeah, that looks like it smells bad. What do you think, Abner? <laughs> Can I roll, uh, what's, what's the duration on sticking mist or cloud? Um, it is rounds per level. Okay. So, so after, yeah, as you guys are watching, you see that it eventually does disperse. Uh, I don't know. Maybe give it some gold. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and Abner's going to vomit in the corner. <laughs> in 2E, you would be able to attempt a new saving throw. But we're playing first edition. So... <laughs> It's good we're probably playing a good version of the game. 2E superior. That's not true. <laughs> you take that back? That's not true. <laughs> Miyabe will go up to it now. and He'll, he'll kind of look to Aluna just to make sure, but he will be, he'll start saying, like, I apologize, great spirit, for angering you. Uh, I do have some of uh, these coins that are useless, and I don't use them for anything, so... Yeah. And then he gives them like three gold coins. Okay, so you plop them into the water and you see the water move below the surface and um, you hear some whispering in common and one goes He only gave us three. What do we do? 
Oh, that's good, but I'm going to need more than that to give information. Ah, oh. All right, how many are there? How, how, how many of them do you need? I did not know you needed <laughs> a specific number. I need 20 okay. or 100. Tim the Actually, Warlock. That back that's, all I that's all I hear. Tim the Warlock. Uh, Luna steps close and looks into the water. Can she see how many there are? Uh, make a perception check. They do with the money. The 28, you can tell there are two of them in there. Luna points, like, just throw one more in. Yeah, they throws another one in. You should throw a different denominator. Don't make me do it. Don't make me cast a spell again! So Be gone! I apologize. I, I only have four more of these type of coin. Kermit walks up and points and, and taps on Miyabe. Here! Hold out your big hands. He, he, he does so. Um, he counts and he hands Miyabe 100 gold pieces. Okay. Miyabe will turn to the and be like, I lost count of how many of these there are, but I assume this is the number you asked for. I, I counted them, don't worry. Okay, so you dump those into the pool, and you hear uh, counting in common below the surface. And at one point, um, one is talking to the other while the other's counting. He's like, oh, you made me mess up now to start all over again. And eventually, they count up through 104? Yeah, 104. Ah, yes, yes. My kind servants, you have pleased us greatly. What is it that you wish to know? Ask a question. Looks at me, Abby. Maybe we should ask for where the other half of the gem is. Yes. uh, Spirit, uh, we have a a seal, half of a seal. We are looking for the other half. Have you seen something that looks like this? I'm just assuming that Miyabe has it now. I have no idea who actually has it, but it's in Miyabe's hands now. Yeah, whoever, whoever had it gave it to him, or he Of had course, it all that's how it works. Uh, Miyabe won it from the wrestling match? Yeah. Well, we know that the scaled chieftain has one of those. Maybe you should go talk to her? I think this is the one we got from her. Oh, crap. I don't know where the other one is, but I do know that you should flee for your lives. These storms cannot be stopped. You will all die. If you say so, spirit, then we will do so, and Miyabe just leaves the temple, and that's it. That's the end of the module. That's the end of the module. Is, is that, is that the geese? Is, are we, like, compelled to the spirits, follow The spirit said so, so Miyabe has to leave. Okay, uh, okay, I take that back. You won't... Well, you might die, I don't know, but... You need to get down below because this temple is being used to summon great elemental powers. Uh, which, which way is it to go down below? It's the door to the north! Okay. Noted. So when we find the other half, we will go through those doors. Oh, one thing, because you are so kind in giving us gold. Uh, if you go down the hallway to the east, to the north, there is a 
bad thing. Don't go in there. It's bad. What if the other half of the seal is in that room, though? I don't think it is, but okay. that's up to you. It's bad. Okay. Uh, what is it? Do you know what it is? It's a giant plant thing that shuffles around. Ah. It doesn't come down this way very often, but we've seen it. Okay. And then he'll turn to, like, Aluna and be like, He says there's a plant thing in down the hallway. I heard that, Miyabe. Thank you. Maybe you could wrestle that one. It, the, the spirit said not to go that way, though. What, what if the crystal's in there, or the seal? Hey, the spirit said that it probably wasn't, so it probably isn't. Yep. Just listening to random spirits and some murky fart water, that's exactly what we'll do. Okay, let's go to the other door. Okay. So as you head down the hallway south, um, you enter this area where you can see eight irregularly shaped pillars of rock that are each carved with unusual symbols that line the western portion of this chamber. Um, there's an open doorway that leads to the north that you are coming in through, and then there's one to the south. Um, and I think you had Magdi coming with you. So I'm sorry. Yeah, he was with us during that whole time. Did he roll a fortitude save as well? <laughs> He was staying. He was staying back. Um, yeah, okay. he was staying back. All right. So, in this right. room, it's kind of sad. I was almost hoping that when Miyabu was dumping all the gold coins into the pool of water, that Abner was going to dive in to try to collect them all. Right. That'd be <laughs> <been> funny. <laughs> you fool! That's a hundred gold. That's, that's a whole platinum. Um, <laughs> those of you who can in this area, roll a knowledge nature or a knowledge religion. I have both of those. What if I told you I also have both? Man, Neither of like them will succeed. <laughs> I'm asking this for two different things related to the same thing, so I should roll them. No, it's an or. It's roll one of the two. Oh, sorry. Didn't take oh. the first Yeah, one. that's my bad. Yep, it's roll either a knowledge nature or a knowledge religion. It's fine. Gotcha. We'll take religion. Hey guys, okay. listen, I didn't roll both. So if he went religion, <laughs> I'll uh, I'll go nature. Just I don't know if it does it. We don't like get different information with the roll. No, 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 no. It's I like to, the same thing. I like to think that Aluna's like, okay, you you do the religion and I'll I'll do the nature. Yeah. Well, I just because I know like take like sometimes you would they like different information might be categorized under different knowledges, even though it's the same thing. You know what I mean? You don't know. Maybe Abner's a cleric now. Maybe. No. He multiclassed at level four. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> you worship Avadar? That's no real cleric. You just worship money and pretend so, to love a god. Magdi walks up to these pillars and he walks down and looks at each one and he will say to you, uh, each of these pillars feature a simple prayer in Druidic. Uh, each one is dedicated to different things, uh, beasts, Breath, decay, flame, stone, trees, waves, and wind. Uh, this is something very important to members of the green faith. Uh, many of the storm kindlers adhered to this along with the worship of Gozra. Um, Abner, you are able to, with your knowledge religion check, 
you're able to deduce that this actually has great significance for divine spellcasters. Um, essentially, druids, divine spellcasters in service to Arastal, Gozra, or the Green Faith, or those with the air, animal, earth, fire, plant, water, or weather domains who pray for their spells in front of these stones um, can select one of their prepared spells to receive the benefits of the empower spell, extended spell, silent spell, or still spell metamagic feat. It's only done for one spell per day and when they prepare their spells for the day. Should have should have played a druid, I guess. Maggie's like, oh, man, I should have waited to meditate <laughs> until I got into this room. Did he? What a noob! Did he slot all of his spells? Yeah, come on, guy. Listen, I am only an NPC. I do not know how to do things the way a PC would do them. I don't even know spells, so. This is a very sacred area, though, for people of my faith. So tread carefully. And Not that it would that. help me, but are shaman divine casters, technically? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it wouldn't help me, because I don't have any of the other things that matter. So I, I don't worship any of those three deities, and right, I don't... you don't have those have, domains. Right. I don't have those domains. That's a shame, because I could prepare barge skin and get it really about last forever... Okay. Bummer. Bummer. Okay, Bummer. so Miyabe, as you head south, um, I will reveal this room. And just like that, uh, Luna abandons her faith and begins to follow a rascal. <laughs> <laughs> um, four thin pairs of pillars rise 20 feet to the top of the chamber's walls. Dozens of red silk cords run between the pairs or flutter as frayed strands in the breeze. Small bangles and chimes hang from intact ropes, jangling in the wind. Broken bones lie scattered throughout the rooms. A doorway leads to the southwest, and then there's the larger chamber that you guys are coming through. Yeah, we will start walking in. Okay. He doesn't Um, know what's going on, but yeah. Miyabe, roll a perception check as you're walking through this room. Okay. Um, as you're walking through, all of a sudden, like, you hear the sound of chimes, and you hear whispers, prayers, saying, Gozra, forgive us, Gozra, forgive us, Gozra, forgive us, Gozra, and it gets louder and louder, and the sound of these chimes intensifies to the point where I need all of you to roll me a will save. Hey! hey. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. I love the world save. save. I rolled so bad, though. (laughs) I'm nauseated, and I have no will to live. (laughs) Nauseated is gone now, isn't it? And I will... Yeah, yeah, you're you're not. Remember, a plus two racial bonus on saving against enchantment spells and effects. Magda rolled a natural 20. Um, uh, So, Abner... You, oh, actually, no, you don't have to roll, because you, did you walk into this room? No, I'm still okay. back there with Magdy. Okay, so then you don't have to. Well, then why did Magdy roll? Magdy roll. Because I, I can't run the game and run this character at the same time. 
And come on, see. Abner. Come on, Abner. Here. Take the roll. I the am going to. Josh is supposed to hear what the effect is. That's all it is. He's willing to sacrifice my character to hear a cool mechanic. <laughs> come on, dude. Come on, just take it. You weren't even hey. in the room, but take it. No. <laughs> they go into the room. What, what are you going to do? Stand out there the whole adventure? <laughs> um. Yeah, so you all hear these noises, and um, you feel this, like, creep into your mind, but you're all able to stave off what is happening. What is happening? Never. Just... Are we you... okay to find out? Nope. Come on, thanks, Abner. Now what we is, don't know what what's going to happen. Like? Does, it, does it just feel like... Does it make us feel, like, slightly uneasy hearing the prayer? It makes you, like, you feel racked with shame and horror... Like, all of a sudden, it's like you yourself did something to betray Gozra, and you're racked with such guilt that you almost feel like you would take a mechanical effect, but you're able to stave it off. So, if I walk up, do you want to then use my will to save that I did? <laughs> yeah, we no. can do that. Yeah, oh, okay. Sure. Yep. So, um, Abner, you are truly wracked with shame and horror which is funny because you don't actually worship a deity but you're you feel such like uh shame at the fact that you unwittingly betrayed gozra um and you will take a minus four penalty on all saving throws as well as on all wisdom and charisma based skill checks you're a monster permanently <laughs> <laughs> Not, yeah, permanently. You are permanently shamed of what you did to Gozra. <laughs> worth, worth it. That's so fun. How long did um, that last, Sarah? I don't know how to program that, so I'm just gonna let that be. So just tell me. Is it days per level? It will persist until removed with break enchantment or remove curse, or until you destroy whatever is causing this effect. Right. Which, anyone who can, roll me a knowledge religion. Mm -hmm. uh, hey, finally yeah. got something. In theory, I shouldn't be doing as... Okay, um, is my... Is it broken? I have rolled so many 16s. <laughs> um, so, the three of you, judging from the haunt that you dealt with back at Fort Breakthrough, you kind of know what's going on here. Um, and looking around at the bones that are on the floor, you think that you have to do something to put these these poor souls to rest. And Magdi will, um, he's looking around, he's seeing this, and he says, It looks like we must bury or burn these bones. Um, I know some prayers that couldn't be said to Gozra to try to free these souls if you want to take the time to do it. Yes. It seems that their lingering spirits here are causing ill effect. I'm just sad. Yes, the spirits are angry. They are not able to rest. We have to help them. Is this something that you want to do now or do you want to do this after we take care of the other business. You can do it now, and I will go ahead on my own into this next room. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, Miyabe would probably right feel urgency in the matter, because if it, yeah. in his mind, if it's related to, like, spirits that are restless, then he'd want to help them as quickly as possible. 
Oh, so he wants to help take care of the yeah. spirits? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Magdi will say, um, I think the best way to do this is to uh, burn them on some sort of pyre. We don't really have a pyre, but perhaps we can gather the bones together and burn them. Um, and I will say what I can to try to ease their passing into the next life. Will it burn in the rain? That is a good point. I forgot it is raining this whole time. Um, kind of the whole point. Yes. <laughs> you know what? I have been in prison for too long. I am not thinking straight. Um, now now that we point that out, how did those alchemist fires work so effectively before? We that were inside. Is... No, no, there is no inside. It's magic, uh, f- magic fire. Oops. You know what? Let's just There's not no worry roof about it. at all on no. this place. No, the only oh. roof was over the alchemist, where she had some sort of canopy that she had erected over oh. her laboratory. The whole rest of it is open. Well, I am saddened by my actions against Gozra, but I, I, I have magical fire. <laughs> does uh, does the trader have oil we could use for like? flammable liquids? I mean, I have flaming spe- uh, sphere. We could try to bury the bones outside in the mud, if that is something I don't know exactly what we would need to do, but... I mean, magical fire might work. Like like he said, flaming magical sphere fire. is rounds per level or whatnot, yeah. so that would last. Magic, magical fire would work. We can try that if that is what you want to do. Um, he will start gathering the bones up in a pile. He will pile them up here. As many of the bones as he can. Yeah, they will assist. Descartes, Abna. It is not our shame to be felt. We will take care of it. And she'll help gather up the bones. Okay. Um, After the bones have been gathered up, Magdi will um, start speaking in Druidic. I think Druidic is a spoken language as well. Or is it just a written language? Nope, it's spoken and written. And it's also secret. He cannot teach us. Right, right. No, he's he will start saying these prayers in Druidic, and he will finish, and he will say, now all that is left to do is to put the bones to rest. Uh, Abner will cast Flaming Sphere on him. the bones. Okay. So, um, you oh, cast... Abner's, sorry. Oh, what was that? Nothing. So you cast Flaming Sphere, and you direct this sphere over the bones, and you can see that many of them were pretty brittle anyway, just from the elements, and this magical fire that um, hits them just burns them into dust. And you can hear these whispers that were getting louder and louder just start to get quiet and drone off, and then it's silent. I was just saying it was pretty apt that uh, Abner is the one who had the solution to that, also being the one who failed to save and felt most guilty <laughs> about that. It's kind of nice that he was the one to, to yeah. do the like, So do I feel thing. better? Like a mental Yeah, better? as these whispers uh, calm down and get quiet, you feel this dread that had weighed down your soul releases. I don't even know who Gozer is. And he'll walk over. <laughs> uh, is it, I, I thought there might be some lingering. You thought that was going to be a touching moment? Yeah, I thought there was going to be something like, lingering, like he, he felt would, for He would convert. 
Right, yeah, he was wearing, he understand why we're so sensitive to the spirits. But instead, he's just like, wow, that was, that was weird. That was weird. That was weird. I feel yeah, much I better now. Heebies. I cared about someone for a moment. <laughs> I like that. Um, yep, yeah. so I actually forgot. Did I give you your XP for freeing Magdi? I don't remember if no, I gave you No, we haven't gotten any XP this session. No. I didn't know if that was something at the end of last session or not. So you um, so. earn twelve hundred XP for saving Magdi, and then for um, taking care of this haunt, you earn an additional uh, six hundred. Yippee! Did I get um, any experience for giving those fart goblins my hundred gold? No. <laughs> oh. Fart goblins. Fart Dude, goblins. Looks, did they not look like goblins? And they, they did. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Those fart goblins from another plane of existence. Yeah, yeah. Um, show, show me the lie, Justin. Show me the lie. Yeah, no, that's fair. As you are uh, walking through this area, um, everybody roll perception for me. Mm. Another I already perception. did that. There we go. Okay, so Andy's back. Miyabe has an eight. Luna has a twenty-seven. Hey, Sixteen. Kermit has a twenty-two. All right. So Luna, with your twenty-seven, you notice that um, somehow surviving the wind and the rain and the elements, um, you notice a tattered scrap of parchment that lies on the floor under one of these um, chimes. He'll pick and it up. You pick it up, and you can see that this is all that remains of what seems to be a diary. And written in polyglot, it reads, Chitauli has betrayed our souls to the Duchess of All Winds, and now we hide like rats in the very home we have built, meeting to determine how we may save our souls from the man we followed into this forsaken jungle. Our spirits are broken, and our remaining days, I fear, are too short in number. Gozra, find it in your infinite fairness to spare our wretched spirits for our hubris and blindness, for I lack the depths of courage to forgive myself. Um, and as you read this, and as um, Abner had destroyed the bones, um, all of the chimes that had been hanging fall to the ground and shatter except for one single chime that hangs from a red silk cord that glitters gently and is illuminated by spiritual light. I go up and like she like I, I see it as she like reads it out loud and is like piecing together what happened she'll start walking towards what it is reaching her hand out or whatever. It's just like a chime? Mm-hmm. Yep it's just a chime. Um, does she notice anything? Like, uh, I mean, it's obviously spiritual, but are there any other properties that she can tell about it? Or she gets close to it. Uh, do you have detect magic? Yeah, she'll go ahead and cast it. Okay. Uh, it does radiate as, uh, faint conjuration and evocation magic. She'll take the time to try to see if she knows what it is. So is that, um, to identify it? Yep. So that would be a spellcraft. Yeah. Nope. Nope. You're not able to tell what this is. Uh, she'll call over. 
Um, nah. I think this is something to do with the spirits, but I do not know what this magic is. I haven't been batting exactly a thousand with spirits, but I'll take a look. As he cautiously walks over, because he's very tired of spirits. Uh, okay, with a 25, Abner, you're able to deduce that this is a chime of spirit calling, of storm calling, I'm sorry, storm calling. Um, so I will give you the handout for this. Oh, Um, beautiful. Yep. So this is what it looks like. It is a chime, a copper chime that can be struck as a standard action, producing a cloud of mist around the user equivalent to an obscuring mist spell. If struck again before the mist disperses, the user can call down the fury of a storm on a single target within the clouded area, either striking it with a bolt of lightning, which is 3d6 electricity damage, or buffeting it with a gust of wind for one round, equivalent to the spell gust of wind. Either use immediately disperses the cloud of mist and renders the chime of storm calling inert for 24 hours. If the storm of a chime of storm calling is not struck again, the mist disperses after five minutes, after which it may be used again to create new banks of mist. It cannot summon lightning or wind while underground, indoors, or in an arid climate. Oh, wow. It's, uh, it's that. <laughs> and he goes back over everything. So, can I, uh, take that to mean that's, that seems like a boon from Gozra, so perhaps their souls were forgiven or accepted? Yeah, you can deduce that it seems like you putting these bones to rest, uh, the departed spirits were able to infuse this item and turn it into something more than just a simple chime. Then we did a good thing, Amna, if it is how you say. Miyabe! We did a good thing. The spirits here, they can rest now. Miyabe silently nods in acknowledgement. <laughs> As Kermit and Miyabe are heading west into this other room, um, see. Uh, Two human-sized stone statues stand in the western corners of this area, their features undefined and smoothed by age. Scattered chunks of stone mar the floor, while larger rooms are visible to the north. I don't know why they said to the north and east. You just came from the east. To the north, there's... Aluna will take that charm down, and you said it was tied with, like, a red A red silk cord. Yes. So... To use that to fasten it to some somewhere on her clothes and half wield it for its intended purpose and half as an accessory sort of type thing on her belt or something like that and it just hangs out. Okay. Might come in useful. Obscuring mist is no joke. Yeah, but we can't use it probably in our dungeon crawl, so. Yeah, you can use obscuring mist. You can't use the lightning. You can't call down the lightning. Yeah, so it says... Um, I have it here. I'll read cannot it summon lightning or wind while underground indoors or in an arid climate, but the mist you could use. You could still use the mist. And obscuring mist is, is no joke. 50% mist chance or something like that? Mm-hmm. Oh. 
I think one of the enemies used that in Iron Fang. Or no, Theros cast that in Iron Fang. Theros cast yep. it in Iron Fang. Yep. 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 So that's all you see. You don't see anything else in this particular room other than these weathered statues. Um, taking a closer look at them. Ring a bell? Nope. They are very badly worn down for decades, and they're unrecognizable. Cast detect magic. There's no magic on them. There is nothing here, then. And I'll just keep going. Miyabe, as you enter this room to the north, you can see there's a sturdy green obelisk that rises from the center of this chamber to a height of 40 feet and a corroded metal pole that extends another 20 feet from its pinnacle, connected by interlinking chains to four smaller rods that are driven into the ground. A skeleton wearing a wooden mask rests at the base of the monument, one arm clutched around one of the smaller rods and another holding a circular green stone disc. So there's just like a 40 foot pedestal here? Yes. I feel like we would have seen that from outside. I was just typing that. I was like, we'd not see the 40 foot obelisk when we walked up. I think we knew it was in this room. It's really dense jungle. (laughs) I mean, these walls are are 40 feet high. The 50 feet high walls just in that section. So. As you guys enter this room, you can see that this rod crackles every once in a while with electricity. And as soon as you guys walk into the room, all of a sudden, manifesting out of this rod are two creatures. Oh my. And I will need everyone to roll for initiative. I didn't agree to step into the room. That's all right. You can still roll initiative. <laughs> no, it's only the people who step in the room roll initiative. Yeah, everyone else, you're just not in the combat. Yeah. Yep. Oh, you don't want to roll initiative? Fine. You don't I feel the obvious new hammer is going to come in clutch. Oh, yeah. You got a new hammer. Forgot about that. Yeah, we'll see if they're actually incorporeal. If they're elementals, then they're not. If they're undead, then they might be. Then they might be. Okay. I got a feeling they're, they're probably elementals. Like, so this is what you see. Yeah, I changed my mind. I, I could go either way. <laughs> Sweet, though. They are cool looking. I'm not sure they what they very are. Very cool. Okay, so Miyabe has a seven. Booyah. Hey, nobody get in the jump. Uh, Abner has a 14. Good thing you can't be caught flat-footed. Yeah. Kermit <laughs> has a 17. And Luna has a six. Okay. So, these creatures will act first. Oh, crap. You don't say. <clears throat> so, they will move up. So, that one will move up to Miyabe and will slam out with its fist for an 18 against flat footed. Uh, I can't be caught flat footed, but is it, oh, against, that's true. is it against touch or normal? It's normal. Okay, so that is a miss. My normal AC with a ward is 19. Got lucky. And the other one will step up against Krimit. And this... Oops, it's cocked. Who can be caught flat-footed. But that is a 15 against flat-footed. 16. Oh, Oh, just barely. Zero! And it is Krimit's turn. 
time, I guess. <laughs> okay. Now, when you drop your backpack, is that a free action? Or how do you do that? Dropping an item is a free action. I think that's a free action. Because I started running into uh, having too much weight, so I think that's... So I have a lot of stuff in my bag, so I just drop my bag. Mm -hmm. um, which, actually, my AC is 20, because I didn't realize because I was overburdened before. So I do actually have a 20 AC with the necklace. Mm -hmm. I still, cool. It's still 16 um, touch AC anyways, but... Let me look up here. Gives me images of uh, playing uh, outward, just dropping your backpack. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, no, don't need that! Just pulling out your double thing. Ah, good game, I should play it again. So I think if I five foot step here, I can do a cone attack against both of those, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. You are not mistaken. You that is correct. Alright, I will do that. Throw my scatter debuff on here. He will provoke if they have a weapon out. I mean, they used a slam, so... Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. They could use a natural one. Okay, so I would obviously get point blank. So, I'll take a shot, so if he wants to take his, uh, AOO. Okay. You could also not. Uh, 22. So that will be... 17 uh, points of damage. 7 points of bludgeoning damage and 3 points of electricity damage. Oh, good. I'm, I'm glad, because now I don't have to think as hard. Oh, and actually, it would be higher than that, because you're wielding a metal weapon, are you not? A gun? No. What's that? No, his gun's made of plastic. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, in, this, in this world, Carbon I fight. fiber. Yeah. Carbon I mean, fiber. <laughs> yeah, no, in this realm, I, I was there. preparing myself to fight Magneto, so... This is a fantasy <laughs> world. His gun is made of wood. <laughs> Do I actually take more damage? Uh, no, it's just on the attack roll. It's not in the damage roll. Yeah, if you have metal stuff, the to hit is higher. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nonsensical. Okay, I'll take a shot then. Lightning okay. likes metal. Just um, so I do have to roll two different attacks. So my first one will be the one addition to me, and then the second attack will be for the further one. Oh, okie dokie. It's just kind of weird like that. Here's an AOE where wow. you roll right, two. Well, that's consistent. So okay, 22 so twenty-two on each one. So the first one is the f the one closest to you is the first hit. Okay, so that one will take seven points of damage. Which makes sense. Other one takes three points of damage. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, so that was Kermit's turn, and after Kermit, we have Abner Calhoun. Abner Calhoun. So, Abner, I imagine that you're hearing just crackling of lightning and then a boom from Kermit's gun. I reload as well. With okay. pellets. Um, Uh, I'm just gonna delay for now. Okay. All right. So Abner is going to really because I can't really see them, right? Like, no. Yeah, you can't see them. You can only yeah. just hear commotion going right. on in this room. Yep. Yeah. And there's a uh, press of bodies. Okay. Forty foot obelisk. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Uh, after. Abner, well, since Abner's delaying, Miyabe, you are next in the initiative. Miyabe will step over to the side so that the people in the other room can get a clear line of <laughs> sight if they need it. Um, <laughs> and he will take... Well, there goes our clean tag. 
Who would have thought it was Jason that broke? Yep. <laughs> I don't know if slip of the tongues count. There was a time when I had a, a bad slip of the tongue during a Pathfinder oh, yeah, game. That was like the mega, that was if anybody seen Christmas was, story. I didn't even say anything about it. I was so surprised that it came out of you of all people. Oh man. Wasn't one of my finer moments. Oh yes it was. I loved it. Okay, so yeah, but so, you're yeah, he will, he will out. step over and he will heave his uh new uh great club that he got. Okay. I don't know if that's going to make any difference against these particular creatures, but hopefully. Say okay, so a 20, a, point of a 20 will hit with 13 points of bludgeoning damage. So and it is magical if that matters. Ghost touch. Uh, it does. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Ghost touch too. Okay. okay. So you know that you did connect with them, though. So you did some damage. Uh, and and it, are, if I were to roll a check on these would it be religion nature planes okay so never mind uh okay and then at the bottom of initiative is a luna i'll take a, the knowledge roll to figure out what i don't know okay a 15 okay with a 15 i'll give you well and what they are right yeah so they are medium lightning elementals that's what i thought okay they are elementals and then i'll infer the rest from there um, I will begin to evil eye that one. Okay. So they can be affected. Can yeah, I think they can. They're on the, yeah. You would know from fighting elementals before that they seemed to be affected. Yeah, because we fought we fought water elementals. Water elementals. Yep. Okay. So we'll so go ahead and do that. Oh, I got we'll save from yep. number one is a thirteen. Uh, no, that's not gonna okay. do it. Uh, DC is ten plus half the shaman's level plus the wisdom modifier. Okay, so what effect are you giving to it? Minus two to its attack. Okay. Alrighty. For seven rounds, and that if you could mark a color on them for me would be beautiful. Thank you. Blue. Okay, so blue. Eight rounds now because I leveled up. Has a minus two to attack. Three plus. Would you like to move anywhere, Luna? Yeah, she'll five foot step to the left so Abner can get in there. Okay. Top of the round, it is their turn. Um, So they will continue against the opponents that are right in front of them. So Green will attack Miyabe for a. 12 to hit, so I'm assuming that misses. It does miss. And then blue will attack Kremit for a 13, so that also misses. Give him another chance here. And now we're back to Kremit. Okay, I'm giving him another chance here. Okay. Rinse and repeat. Did Abner not step in? <clears throat> Sorry, I was on mute. Yeah, I I, I would, if that's yeah. alright. Can I step oh. in before Kremit? It would be at the bottom yeah, of the yep. round. Okay. Sorry, I was on mute and didn't realize it. Nope, you're all good. Yep, so you delayed, so now you'll jump in right before Kremit. So he'll five foot step up. And I don't know what I'm going to do from right there. <laughs> I didn't quite think about that. 
Well, this was not the best idea. Abner five foot steps up and then delays. Technically, technically, you would have to move action, correct? Because you can't five foot step around a wall. Technically, this is a true thing. Yes. Yeah. So you can five foot step there. Yep. You could shoot blue. Can I see blue? Yeah. Yep. You can see both of them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. There's nothing in your way. And just because they look really cool, that's what they look like. That's my backup I character. I don't know if I care about the lightning <laughs> from their chest. How did you know? Oh. The, the lightning elemental cartographer. Here's the bigger picture. Oh yeah, blow that that's up for the cool. pod. For the pod. For the podcast. For the podcast. Blow <laughs> it up. Oh my god, it's amazing. For all the, the listeners to see. Alright, you know, alright, 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 you, you wanna take some time? It looks like a wraith with, like, a skull face, but it's got electricity and his whole body, like, warps away into nothingness. Kind of a mix between the humanoid shape and weather. Very cool looking. Yeah. I'm gonna shoot at blue. Okay, shoot at blue. Nicholas Cage is Ghost Rider, but electricity instead of fire and without the lift jacket. Okay, oh, so... No legs. That's such no a legs. good description, holy cow. So an 18 will hit and do, what, three points of damage? Three points of damage. Okay. And it's dead. All right, so that was Abner's turn, and now it's Krimit's turn. So Krimit right. is going to do, I'm assuming, what you were planning to do? Yeah, same thing, okay. so. All right, so this one will head out at you with his attack of opportunity. Doesn't have to. Oh, he's yeah. going to. Um, but that is a miss with a 14. Okay. Uh, same thing. Uh, two attacks. So first will be for um, <clears throat> blue, second for green. Okay. Blue, then green. Just want to make sure I still have my scatter debuff on. Ooh. 14 against touch, though. So a 14 against touch is a miss yeah. on blue, but a 23 against touch is a hit on green and does four points of damage. Nice. To green. Really pulling into it now, Grimmit. Uh. Yeah, just reload. I guess stand there and. Okay. Things seem to be going okay. <laughs> after after Grimmit, it's now Miyabe's turn. <clears throat> He'll step over here to make this room more symmetrical. <laughs> and. I guess he was kicking in. <laughs> yeah, everyone knows Miyabe worries about symmetry. I also yeah. had the thought I should have put that on my turn. Hey, get out of here, druid guy. <laughs> okay, that works. Uh, hey, we make like an arrow. That's cool. And he will swing out at this thing again. Okay, so swing Classic. out at green. Do a... Classic Miyabe, always swinging at things. It's just like me always shooting nice. at things. Wow. 26. Jason's using all his good rolls early. Yeah. Alright, so 26 against AC, regular AC, is a hit, doing 16 points of damage, and this one disperses in a flash of electricity. Oh, yeah. Actually, now that I think about it, before we, um... You know what's cooler than those electric guys? Mm. The what? sound's coming from Sirenscape. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I meant to say that earlier, and then it... Oh, it... what a darn good segue. Amazing, yeah. beautiful, audible sounds provided today by Sirenscape. Check them out. They really are cool. Listen to that crackling electricity as it comes into this amazing scene with the obelisk and the storm and the battle music. It's too much. I felt like I just got electri electrocuted. That's oh, how real it is. I'm sure everybody's seen the first uh, X-Men movie. 
with Storm. With, with <laughs> I mean, we're just like what, what, like something about the uh, what happens when a lightning strikes frog. The same thing that happens to everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the cringiest lines ever. Oh, so, oh no! Willing <laughs> commercial. It was amazing. <laughs> Miyabe, Miyabe swings through this creature and disperses it, and then he will kind of uh, speak out to the others and say. I took out one of them. There is still another in here. Be yeah, careful. Yeah, we're it. <laughs> uh, next up is Aluna. Well done, Nabe. Keep with it, Kremet. And uh, Evil I Am. So go ahead and make me another will save, please. Um, that one's a natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God. <laughs> It's just meant to be. It's just meant to be. But are you ACing it now? Um, I was going to, but now that it failed, I feel like I should change. I'm not. That would be cheating. It's going to be the AC. I realized, though, one of the things I forgot about Evil Eye and why it can be particularly nasty is you can lower their save. So you can get, hit them once with it, lower their save, and then mm, hit them with that I think saber. it makes a difference on nat 20s, though. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing, though. But you can hit them with save or suck spells thereafter. Right? Well, so it's you just like, can't. <laughs> right, yeah, well. I think that's true. Other that's people true. in the party could. Yes. Yes. Or okay. in the future turn. I You'd have to have the longer duration for that to work for yourself. But yeah. Right. Is that your turn, Aluna? Yeah. So he's minus uh, on his AC for this round as well, and that's okay. my turn. She's five footsteps here. Okay. So uh, now it's back to his turn. He will five footstep here and do an attack at Krimit. He ruined it. Uh, that's gonna be a... Alright, so let me just make sure, because there's the minus plus, two. and then the minus, and then that... Alright, that's a 24, so that's gonna hit. Oof. What's he get a plus from? I mean, his, his just natural uh, attack. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were adding... Well, yeah, because of the metal gun. Yep. Gotcha. So that is going to be five points of bludgeoning damage, and an additional one point of electricity to you, Kermit. And now we're at Abner. Speaking of your um, <laughs> Abner will move up there. Okay. And reload. Okay. All right. So that's your turn. Yep. And now we're at Kremit. Uh, <clears throat> so I reloaded last round, so I'm going to try to acrobatics over to here. Okay. Roll that acrobatics check against its CMD. Uh, that's a fail. So you are able to move, but you will take an attack of opportunity. I would have stayed to shoot anyway. That is going to be a 22. So that is five points of bludgeoning damage and one point of electricity damage. Chip, chip, chip. But you are able to move over there. Alright, and uh... Scattershot. Okay. Okay, so that's a 21 against his touch, which is a hit, and does 7 points of bludgeoning piercing damage. Very good, very good. Uh, okay. Is that your turn? That's all I can do. Okay. Now we are at Miyabe. Your friends have formed a wall in front of you. Yep, Miyabe will use his super movement to run around and get up. 
Oh I forgot gosh. about his ungodly speed. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he goes in that kind of like loop fashion because he wants to gain momentum for his swing when he comes around and and uh, for that, nat, for that he, big old nat one. It's gonna be now that I've described it. I shouldn't ever yeah. describe my attacks, but no, never describe your attacks. He's always um, spinning, like I say. <laughs> yep. So with an eighteen against its lowered AC, that is a hit, doing nice. eight points of damage. Nice. Very nice. Chipping away. And now we're at Aluna's turn, so now technically the AC debuff falls off. Yep. Yes. Technically, yes. The to hit is still on there. Okay. Yes. And I'm going to go ahead and uh, just do the same thing, because it just that's how it's going to be for now. Okay, so another yeah. will save. Yeah. Not a natural 20. A 12. So fail. I'm assuming that's a fail. So now, is that a AC? minus AC for an ungodly amount of time. Seven rounds. Okay. The first of which ticks now, and the second of blue has ticked. So pretty much. Is that based on your level plus your wisdom? Nope, it's three. Uh, three plus wisdom, which was really weird to me, but that's how it is. Three plus wisdom. Interesting. Alrighty then. So, I'm sorry. Did you move, or was that your turn? Uh, no, it's pretty much my turn. Okay. Good five foot step there. Yeah, why not? Okay, so now it's its turn, so it will move up to attack Miyabe, who has come around from the back. Miyabe, do you have any metal? Uh, I do have a chain shirt. Okay. No, you don't. We established this. You're wearing <laughs> a loincloth. Uh, that is correct. <laughs> I am not wearing any armor. Okay, so uh, that is... A um, <laughs> twenty-one to hit. Yes. So that will be mark off war. Ooh, nine points of bludgeoning damage and one point of electricity damage. Okay. Oh, that's the wrong one. I I was I was almost gonna say, hey, are we gonna get through a combat where Miami doesn't get hit? But now nah, he gets hit. So. Now nah, he gets hit. Uh, next up is Abner. Too bad. So, could I attempt to grab the, like, wand thing that this, like, that body was holding? Uh, so the body was holding... A rod thing? Uh, one of the... came out of? Yeah, so the rod is attached to the floor. So it's, it's, yeah, it's like, uh, it's just clutching around... One of the anchors to the floor. Oh, okay. I okay. I imagine something much smaller, but I get it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep. yep. So it's like a pylon. I don't know what you're talking about. Crazy eyeball magic or eyebrow magic? I, I can't get the <laughs> eyebrows to do it. You have eyebrows like Amelia Clark. So I'm gonna five foot step there. Who does? And shoot my gun. Like Daenerys Targaryen. Uh, the actress has crazy eyebrows. All right. So 15 against touch AC. Is a hit. Yeah, this, this is where the oh, the gunslinger he's back. He's back, buddy. 15. Two points of bludgeoning, piercing damage. He did not like that. And right. now it is Kermit's turn. So I'm going to uh, reload with a bullet. Okay. Okay. Need to be the bear. Bad news. Did you? You do you have precise shot? Oh yeah, no. 
Oh, think. so that would have been. Yeah, so that actually would have been way lower. Yeah. Eleven and eleven yeah. against touch. Yeah, just not gonna hit. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Nope. That's not gonna hit even the lowered AC. So sorry. I'm so sorry. sorry. I even I even tried to. It's okay. I'll get you back later. It's fine. <laughs> well, I, I I fought in my heart. Is this really? Does it have distraction? I was about to say. <laughs> Next up, he's going to shoot Miyabe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so a 29 for Kremit against Touch AC with four bludging piercing. So I will tell you, he's at one HP, so that would have killed him, but it doesn't. Listen, I can feel it. I'm, I, 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 can, I, can, I know you're not uh, the camera's five, on, but I can feel um, you glaring at me. Step up. up, okay. Kremit will five foot step up, and now we are at Miyabe. Miyabe will... Make a third strike at this thing, seeing that it is on its last legs, and of course he will miss. Loading. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Okay, so Minus two to its AC. Yeah, with the lowered AC, actually it would have hit anyway. Okay. You do nine points of bludgeoning damage, and this one also disperses into the rain. Nice. I also saw that Evil Eye scales well because at level 8 it becomes twice as powerful. I didn't know that. It was pretty cool. And with that, you guys go back to a quiet, rainy ambience. And they just kind of. Yeah, the first. Boy, that, uh, that tickled. XP, Sarah. Wow, we're just getting right to it, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, he's already <laughs> at. He's trying to keep track. We're, we're, we're this close to leveling. Guys. Well, I just wanted to get it <laughs> before we started doing other stuff. I stand up for you, Jason. I get attacked. I don't understand. So, for defeating two medium lightning elementals, which are CR3 each, you get a total of 1600 XP. Wow. Did we level? That just put us over, yeah. Beautiful. Whoa. Beautiful. Luna, I hate to ask, but... Uh, no, 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 no. Don't even ask. Because before you even can start talking, she's pulling out the wand and was going to start using it on you. I just didn't want to interrupt. Yeah, as she spoke to the ether, asking about this thing called experience. Once again, I was, oh my gosh. I was I was doing a good thing. Alright, I'm going to have to attack you. <laughs> but yeah, she'll start healing you up. Um, so, looking at this, this giant thing, this giant pillar, it looks like it is some sort of lightning rod. Um, and you think that you may not want to touch it, especially with it being stormy outside. So it still is crackling with some residual electricity. It looks like this rod might be uh, the home of some storm spirits. I think we should all touch it together at once. <laughs> That's a 13 for you there. <clears throat> hey, man, do you need more? Uh, Maybe one or two more. One more. That's another eight. Or two more? Nope. That's probably good. No, I, I'm not. I'm so close that you would probably... I don't know. You may or may not waste it. I would. Miyabe. I'm down heal, ten, okay? so one ah, good use would be enough. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah, close enough. Two uses. Okay. She likes me a bit. <laughs> so we've got um, 9 HP, 4 HP, 8 HP, 5 HP, 7 HP. So yeah. Rolling pretty good on the HP wandage. Yeah, it didn't, didn't, do, didn't do too bad, dare I say, dare I say. Wish I did. All right, Abner, calm down. <laughs> do any of you Abner. see... Do any of you see the seal anywhere in this room? Um, I didn't look. Let me take a... I'll take a 20. I do not see it. Um, As you look around, you do see that this corpse appears to be clutching something that looks... A a circular green stone disc that looks like what you had picked up from the chieftain. I I don't see it. Uh, It looks like discrimate. Aluna, it looks like this, like this one. Yeah, I well, pick Aluna. it up from the green guy. Is this green guy got the green thing? Ah, uh, she said there was a skeleton in here, not one of these. Mm-hmm. Oh my bad, yeah. I thought it was the. I'll um, you... I'll do all the classics. Two questions: the elementals when they die, they just disperse, right? Uh, yeah. Let's go. Um, I will also um, detect magic. You know, scan the area. Yep. So you are detecting magic from this corpse. The corpse itself? Yep, the corpse appears to be wearing armor, has a necklace, and a ring. Oh, goodness, this guy was stacked. Whoa, why'd he die? Oh, man, there's there's a lot of lore behind this guy, but you guys are never going to find out about it. Yeah, it's one of those things that you you can't know. Yeah, Yeah. can I I roll why'd he die? (laughs) Well, I can tell you... um, (laughs) I can tell you vaguely... (laughs) Like, I'll give you more details after this module's done, but vaguely, like, he did something that he considered to be very bad, and he came in here and committed suicide by holding on to the lightning rod. Oh. That's, That's why I w- he had lightning resistance, so he had to hold it for a long time. <laughs> well, I, he was clearly based on the magical artifact. Like that's not an insignificant individual. You know what I, mean? <clears throat> I wonder if this is the guy that led the other people out to this temple. Who wonders? Because he would have been somewhat accomplished, assuming. I mean. Uh, Abner and I will do the classics to try to figure out what we got going here. Okay. I'll just, uh, since we're both together now and it's not a sequential moment, I'll just roll to aid. Okay. All right. So Abner is rolling and you're aiding, potentially. Yeah. I succeed on all my aids. So, so just I need add three? Yep. So yeah. we got armor, uh, necklace, ring. Oof. That order. Uh. So 29 on the first one's probably enough. 13, probably not. 30, probably is. Okay. So what order are you identifying these in? What order did you just say? Yeah, whatever order you just said. Okay. Armor, necklace, was armor, armor, necklace, necklace ring. ring. Armor, necklace, ring. So it's going to be an armor, probably just a plus one. The ring, maybe ring protection, and necklace. We'll never know. Okay. We'll never, yes. we'll never know. <laughs> so the armor is um, plus one leather armor. Ooh, what is and the ring is a ring of swimming. Ooh, okay. That's another that's classic. Ring of swimming. Yeah, it helps you swim. I already have a plus Thanks. seven to swim. Couldn't deduce that. I was like, man, I wonder what it does. <laughs> and then you're not sure what the amulet is. Probably another amulet of natural armor. Do I have identify? Nope. Does Maybe. Magni have Magdi have the ability to identify stuff? Yeah. Um, like, does he have spellcraft? 
I don't know. They don't really no give crown. me. It, does it have a holy symbol on it? Does it have Gozra's symbol on it, the necklace? Um, no. What he does crown? have spellcraft, so this would be a long shot, but... Uh, no. He doesn't know. Okay. Could have just said he did. <laughs> so yeah, we'll... I could have, but that we'll, would be cheating. We'll keep that for tomorrow, yep. I guess. Wait, yep. Well, what, what, uh, what was the aura emanating from the necklace? Um, Conjuration. <laughs> Transmutation. Transmutation. But that's not bad, right? It's not like necromancy. No. I think, I think an amulet of natural armor would probably be transmutation. That's my thought, too. I, I doubt that's what it is, because we already have one of those, though. Normally, yeah. they don't double up on items and these sorts of things. Sometimes they do, though. They'll give yeah, everyone sometimes. a cloak. Sometimes. They'll give everyone a cloak of resistance, you know what I mean? But, uh, mm. yeah. Well, we... uh would say, hey, we have both halves of this seal. I suppose that means that we can go into the lower levels now? Aluna will nod and take a moment to scan the rest of this room in this obelisk. Anything else we notice? Is there a religious significance? Is, I mean, the obelisk is kind of huge and ominous. Um, anything more? Um, basically, you would be able to deduce that oh, the purpose of a lightning rod, it kind of draws in lightning. And so, with everything else that you know about the storm kindlers that had come here and built this temple, they were all about like embracing the storm. So you think they built this to help entice storms to come, like draw in its power. Not touch um, it. They didn't make a habit of killing themselves. They they really weren't trying to commit suicide, but yeah, it'd be a way to. It would be. Obviously. Yeah. Okay, it's looking for all that, yeah. but it doesn't seem... Yeah. Whoa, Jace, because of the lighting, you yeah, look I like know. an old... Trying to... No, it's cool. You're like an old VHS tape. Uh... Why, because you're kind of green? Yeah, yeah he's got that green, home video. It... Yeah, he's got that home video feel. It's a nice, John America's funniest So, should we go into this room up here? Yeah, of course. We should go everywhere. Why well, not? I mean, I don't I... know if Miyabe would... Yeah, this honestly. Yeah, but if Aluna uh, tells him, no, Aluna wouldn't though. As a dungeoneer, like as a Josh Allen, yeah, we should check, we should clear the floor. But as like a real person with an objective and a goal, we've accomplished that. The rest is just snooping. Like you guys can go. There's nothing wrong against. I'm not against it as a player, but Miyabe wouldn't just because that one spirit thing said that not to go there. Can we at least peek inside, or is there a door? This is the uh, one he said not to go into. Yeah, he said not to go to the north yep. room because there's a big bad thing in there and that's probably not where the seal we're looking for is. Yep. So you see a hallway. Um, person? Everyone, uh, make right a there. perception check. There's something right up there. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody did cover up the, the token. Under yep, that seems about right. It looks kind of sus. Okay, so... Oh, no. I, I, I broke my game. I was Oops. I was I broke it. I'm fixing it now. I'm sorry. Uh -oh. Everyone in the world, I apologize. I'm back. 
What do you need me to roll? A perception? Perception. <laughs> I can see more of the token now. It just I keeps getting it. bigger. Yeah, she's just she's making it bigger. What's the what's what do you hold down to make it not Oh. What? Because it's making my window go all funky. Oh, that? I, I have no idea. no idea what you're talking about. Like, look at my Why face. You... It makes my... When I hold down alt, it makes my window go all white. I rolled initiative to make sure that I'm the first one to notice it, what? I guess. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, Sarah. Yeah. Sorry. Are I you just having to keep creeping out while we're just sitting here? Because we're just waiting to see the results of the perception. Yeah. I mean, I so, know what it is. You see this thing that just shuffles back and forth in and out of the darkness. If he gets a glance at it... No, it's not enough. Never mind. Yeah. She's like, I know what it is. I, I know probably what it takes is. But a 10. That and realizes how big it is and... Nope. I think you should go for it. It's a pretty Maybe classic a art right there. I know what it is. Here, I'll blow it up for you. That's what it looks like. Does a 25 on nature tell me what it is? A 25 on nature would tell you that this is a shambling mound. It's a shambling mound! And with that, you would be able... I'll give you two pieces of information on that. Actually, one... I'll give you two. It's close. So it's definitely, uh, with reasonable certainty, can we beat it? I'm kidding. Um, Oh, we probably could. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a hard CR. It's like CR Uh, 5 or 6, I think. So... Maybe 7. How many PC deaths to get it down? Maybe one. Um... I know Miyabi wants to die. Well, geez, I don't really know what to ask about it. Um, special abilities. Yeah, uh, yeah. Does it have any? Yeah, does it have any? Like, do I know if it has any kind of special abilities? Like, or you know what? Uh, Since we might not play it, you could just be like, "Tell me cool lore about these guys." Ask how much experience <laughs> it would get as your second yeah. thing. <laughs> so uh, it's a Ooh. mass of tangled vines and dripping slime that rises on two trunk-like legs, reeking of rot and freshly turned earth. Um, they're basically just heaps of rotting vegetation. Um, they are actually intelligent carniz- carnivorous plants with a fondness for elf flesh in particular. Oh. Um, they have a special attack that is known as constrict. So they hit you, they grab you, and then they squeeze you to death. And oh. it's not good. There, it kind of sounded like you were spitting bars there earlier. <laughs> As you're talking about the vegetation and the slime. <laughs> yeah. All together. Yeah, so they typically have a, an eight foot girth and stand between six and nine feet tall, and they weigh about 3,800 pounds. Oof. Oh. So it's just Miyabe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. He's about six to eight feet tall. Okay. So, yeah. Yep. Okay. Alright, you guys can control Magdi now. Yeah, I, we and, uh, always like, they, they said not to fight this guy. Yeah, they come back and then they're like, More gold! Toss it into the pool and I will answer your questions! Did they say anything about these other rooms and doorways that we can clearly see? They didn't mention them. They just said not to go want. to the north. Uh, I want to clear the black away, <laughs> but I don't. Secretly, I tell Miyabe that it's a dinosaur. 
<laughs> Roll a bluff, do it. Well, see, here's the thing. Miyabe knows what dinosaurs are. Yeah. He's actually wrestled with one before. Yeah, but you don't know what this thing is. Maybe it's No, a he wrestled with a lizard choke. Okay. <laughs> they called him uh, uh, Miyabe the dinosaur hunter back in the day. I'm sure they did. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It checks out. Um, mm. Yeah, so I guess Miyabe will go up to this door and he'll put this seal together, assuming it's not some complicated process, and try to open the door. Yeah, what does this look like? Is it like a contraption, or is it more magical? Like, you put the seal together and the door just opens on its own, you put it in somewhere... Man, no, so it looks like you put these seals into empty slots on the door, um, and as soon as you do, you hear like a grinding sound, but then nothing happens. It's almost like you would have to actually physically like part these stone doors. Miyabe attempts to do so. There's stone doors like this? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, Miyabe, you are able to kind of like pry the stone. It's not hard. It just was not something that was able to be done beforehand. So you pry them apart and you open up to reveal a heavy roof constructed from single block of solid granite sets this large chamber apart from the rest of the open temple. Colorful murals cover the walls depicting various birds swimming through the sea and fish soaring through the clouds. An ominous stairwell fills the center of the room a dull, churning roar echoing endlessly from somewhere in its depths. The broken remains of a statue litters the floor. So that opens up this room. So the stairs go down, and there's others, the, the statue, and then what else did you say was in here? Uh, just murals on the wall. Murals of? Uh... Birds swimming through the sea and fish soaring through the, the clouds. Okay, but nothing of significance, historical or otherwise. Um, Miyabe, as you round the corner to go down these stairs, they actually start going down on this side. Okay. <laughs> as you round the corner, all of a sudden you hear like a... Is coming from the murals in the north part of the wall through the wall. What was that sound? I think it might have kind of cut out. It was like a weird dinosaur. <sighs> oh, crap baskets. No, 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 no. We just don't do it. Um, the we sound don't. was like <sighs> as these shadowy black entities seep out of the walls. And I need everyone to roll initiative. These things are creepy. Can we get? Can we blow these guys up with a with a monster image? Yep, one second. I don't know what it is about that sound that Discord keeps cutting you off, but all I can think of it's the sound that somebody's trying to breathe onto glass to make it fog. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it likes it because it kind of sounds like background noise and not somebody's talking. Oh, maybe that's why it's coming out. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it's kind of your your classic uh, Wraith or Grim Reaper type situation. No scythe, two weird clawed hands that come out of ragged clothes and a dark visage uh, where you can't make anything out. I'll tell you one thing, Josh. We don't or you want can just it say to it's be... a Dementor. Yeah. We don't yeah. want it to be two Wraiths. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. 
That'd be, that would be the end of this party. <laughs> that would be very bad. It'd be very good that we sent a letter home. <laughs> this will be Bill, and this will be Jeanette. No, I'm just curious, does like, the lizard folk not go to this side of the temple well, but, at all? See, here's the thing. This is, I was literally just about to ask this. Is like, How did they get into the basement? Like, if you need this seal to get in, like, how did they get in? Yeah. And did they not throw gold to the fart goblins? And did they go see the little planating constrictor? And then what about Mr. Lightning Rod? Yeah, it's a mystery, out. isn't it? Well, it's, it's kind of like how in the lizard caves or the troglodyte caves, they're just totally chilling with the gem rock creature. And also a hole to the dark lands and all kinds of other things. So you're like, wait a minute. That's how they lived? I mean... That makes sense because they came from the Darklands. That's more accurate. It's more accurate. Okay, so What's Abner has a 21 time? initiative, Miyabe has a 16, and then Krimit and Aluna tied at the 9 with Krimit going first. Just can't yes. quite do it. I just can't quite do it. And then they. Ooh. Could either be a really bad roll or a really good roll. Oh, that's a Sarah good roll. Uh, that was a good roll. There was a hint yeah. of a smile. Abner, oh, yeah. Justin, can you roll a d20 again? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. So they tied with him. Oh, and they have a plus two modifier, apparently. Okay. Yeah, he probably beat him that time. Sarah's really hoping she caught him flat-footed. I bet you Abner's <laughs> going to go first. <laughs> and beginning in round one, we do have Abner. Yeah, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that finger gun. Just run down the stairs, finger gun. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you guys later. See you guys. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so I will move action. Uh, actually, hang on. Let me judge some distances here. They have read. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, so that is where I wanted to go. Is that right? Did I do that right? Yep. Yeah, you're 20 okay. feet away. And... Yeah. What's that? You didn't make a mistake. And then let's fire a gun at red. Okay. Alright, so you fire your gun and it passes through and does uh, not. I don't oh. like this at all. They are incorporeal. Get your hammer out. It's bad spirits. Oh. Uh, it, yeah. I'll get to you, Miyabe. I saw you rolled Does, a knowledge religion, yeah, so I'll do so that. Yeah, on my turn, we can do that. Okay. Uh, it is their turn. I'm getting out of here. This one will move up. Oh, you have ward again, Miyabe. And then <laughs> Bagdy's dead. This one will move up. And against Miyabe will reach out its hand. I'm sorry. Say that again? Reach out its hand. Against Miyabe? Magdi, sorry. Magdi. <laughs> it's got the long arm spell. I was going to say, you can, you can position me there if you want to. I don't care where I am in the room. But Magdi. Uh, uh, reaches crazy. out at Magdi and touches him and does... Five negative levels. Oof. So you just see it. It almost seems to like sap some of the strength from his body. As he's like... Run away! And the other one will reach out at Krimit. And this will be a... My meat shield ran away. 
Ooh, 22 against touch. You're a jerk. Anybody and even have higher than a 22 touch here? That will be five points of strength damage. Oof. That's really bad. Not good. Did you say what I think you said? Did you yes, sir. See, I? because of metagaming knowledge, I know that that's bad, but it's actually really bad. Five? Yes. Okay. So that was Jeanette. Jeanette did five points of strength damage, and now it is Miyabe's turn. Uh, so what do I get on that? Uh, religion. Oh, so you would know 18. that these are sh- shadows. Yep. That's and I then thought. I'll give you <coughs> um, one piece of information. Uh, I already know most of the stuff about these. Go ahead and tell everybody what happens when strength happens. Yes, so they do with their touch attack, they do strength damage. If you die from strength damage where the damage that you take is equal to or greater than your strength score, you die. And then um, in 1d4 rounds, you become a shadow yourself. Oh! Yep. Oh. So like I said, that's really bad. And a 5. So I was thinking too, was that that either gives him a d6 as opposed to a 1d4, or it could be worse. They could have two dice. <laughs> well, it could be a d6. And, it could be a d4 plus one. Yeah, it could yeah. be bad. No I don't. I, I think it's a d6. I don't remember. Um, but Sorry. regardless, uh, Miyabe is going to do the opposite of what Magdi said. He's going to heft his great club and he's going to run at this one up here. I forget what its name was. Bill. Bill. He's going to run up to Bill. Hey, and, Bill. Uh, he's going to try to hit this guy okay with his ghost touch weapon convenient there we go Um, that's not gonna hit that's what we needed yeah so the 13 is going to miss and And next up it is kermit's turn don't feel so good (laughs) yeah yeah um a shambling mound's looking pretty good about now, ain't it? <laughs> now, how do you... You can't full withdraw around... It has to be in a straight line, right? Or No, full withdraw, you can go around corners. Okay. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> and I gotta run away, because I have a three strength now, so if I get touched one more time, I'm pretty much guaranteed dead. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, while well, I was here, so I guess... Yep. So you can move up to double your. Are, are the doors open? Yeah, I, I mean, if you guys didn't close, I'm them, gonna you're... go. Yeah, I'm just gonna hang out with the fart goblins over here, real quick. Okay, you hear them? Coins, give us coins! <laughs> I jump in the water with them. Save me! <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up is Aluna. So I am going to take my knowledge check, knowledge religion, to see what I don't know about them. Okay. okay. So, so I learned some of the. You got. Yep. Oh, then eighteen. That was the same thing as Miyabe. So you'll get one piece of information. All right. So, well, I assume uh, mind affecting doesn't bother them because they're they're ghosts. They're ghostly guys, kind of like undead. Uh, just tell me something useful. 
Um, like defenses. Yeah, anything. Does it matter if it's something that you already know? Uh, ideally not, but it, I mean, it doesn't matter. Just tell me something. Some, something that'll be good for everyone to know. Okay. They cannot be damaged by non-magical weapons, and magical weapons only do half damage unless they have the ghost touch property. Okay, Same I'll with take- spells, right? Yeah. Same with spells. Yep. Damage okay. from a magic spell does half damage. I'll yep. take that. That's fair. I knew that. Aluna, maybe we need a check to know that. That's fair. I'll take that. Um, so using that knowledge, then, she will cast a spell she has not yet used. I have it prepared here in case you want to check and make sure I'm not a filthy cheat. Um, it is a level two spell known as Spiritual Weapon. So, Spiritual mm-hmm. Weapon is very cool because I don't worship any specific god, but shamans still get access to this spell, and if you don't worship a deity and you have access to this spell, it takes one of four shapes depending on your alignment. However, I am neutral. <laughs> so it does not take any particular shape, which means I am flavoring it as taking kind of like a, a spectral spectral hands or visages or like ancestral spirits or something like that that come and make natural attacks or lash out from the beyond as she reaches into the other plane um, and calls in some for- sort of you know spectral allies, except not really, because that's a different spell. But okay. still, the same, same sort of idea. Um, they don't flank, though. It works exactly like Spiritual Weapon, which is a classic. Uh, if somebody wants, I can put that text in there. Um, a weapon made of force appears and attacks foes at a, at a distance as you direct it, dealing 1d8 force damage per hit, plus 1 point per 3 caster levels. So it'll be a d8 plus 1 for each of these, and I do think I can make an attack <laughs> the, round, the round it's summoned, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let me get this token so you can control it. Weirdly enough, it's the same hammer that Orin used to summon all the time. <laughs> Can you see that token? Sorry, yes. that was yes. a lack of text, but... Okay, so that sword you should be able to control, so you can put that wherever you would have summoned it. Um, Let's get that. We'll fight there. It doesn't actually do flanking, but yeah, for that case, we'll put it there. Um, and I make an attack roll with my wisdom modifier, is that right? Yep. Your base attack bonus plus your wisdom modifier. Base attack bonus is probably a three. three. Yep. Your wisdom three, is probably a four. Five, actually. Five. So a plus eight. Because we found so a plus eight. So we'll roll 1d20 plus eight. Yep. And this is a force effect, so it'll affect it like normal. Correct. Which we'll, we'll take that knowledge roll. I can't see it. 17. Okay, so... 17 will hit. Oh, thank God. So 1d8 plus 1, is that right? Yep, 1d8 plus 1 against Bill. Take that, Bill. 7 force damage, and that's all going to go through. Not bad. And it that'll last for 4 rounds, so that's 1 round expended. That's how rounds work, right? Rounds, that's how durations work, yeah. Yeah, it's basically the number of attacks that it gets. So, so 3 after this, yeah. Yep, and now it is Abner's turn. I'll probably put that behind me, Abby. So I'm not super familiar with the mechanics for this, but I am going to use... Actually, I skipped Magdy's turn, but he oh, will... Yeah. 
she'll she'll shout withdraw out of here too beautiful and he'll she'll shout out all of the things that she learned uh you know don't get turned to one of them uh use magic uh use anything that can bypass their dr not dr they're whatever how it works Force so effects. first i'm Force. gonna move there mm-hmm. and then i'm gonna use mage bullet Ooh. which should allow me to put ghost touch on my gun oh very um, cool it says in the text can apply any of the following enhancement bonuses and dancing defending distance flaming flame burst frost ghost touch icy burst merciful seeking shock shocking burst spell storing thundering vicious and wounding up to plus five I think you have to use a spell slot equal to the bonus, though. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. So essentially, so, it would be a level two spell slot to do a plus one ghost touch. Yeah. Uh, unless ghost touch is a higher thing, that should be right. Which I'm looking up right now. Ghost touch is a plus one bonus, so it, it would cost a level two. Yep. So that's so, what I had planned to do. So, so it I becomes will... a plus one with ghost touch. Okay. You good? I'm just making yep. sure that you don't have to already have a plus one bonus on the weapon. I think it works like the uh, the magus, 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 magus. I mean, I don't know because it says with that weapon bonus, the spell slinger can apply any of the following to Zarkine Bond enhancement bonuses up to plus five and any of the following. So I took that to mean that you could do an enhancement. You're just saying you don't know if you can do both of them in the same swift action? Well, no, I'm just saying normally with these sorts of abilities, like on a war priest, it says in order for you to add a special ability, the weapon must already be a plus one weapon because normally you can't add a a special ability on a weapon that's not already magical. I don't see that specific text here. It might just be that they forgot to put it in, but... No, but that's because I think it works the same way as the magnets. It's it's the same way as the magus. You can add the um, the plus one to it. You know what I mean. So you can make it a plus one enhancement if you want to add other things. You still have to follow the standard rules. Yeah, I'm looking at a Paizo forum, and it says first level. This one guy. This is his opinion. First level spell equals a plus one bonus for one minute. A second level spell equals either a plus two bonus or a plus one with flaming or. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like a spell sword or whatever it is. Yeah, so you, you'd have to sacrifice a second level spell to be able to yep. get a plus one and ghost touch. Correct, yep. which he did. If it was already right. a plus one enhance, that's how they get their keen flaming. Yeah, Yeah. this that's- one person asks a question that you said, Jason. It says, this related question, this ability lacks the language present in most similar abilities, which states you must grant a plus one bonus before granting special abilities. Is this an omission or intentional? And somebody says it's most likely an accidental omission, considering how they've done the version of the ability. Um, but it doesn't specifically say it. Yeah, but They're if you did like a third level, you could do plus one ghost touch and something else. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's not so, valid, and it's a class thing, right? Yeah. 
it's a it's a class ability. Yeah. It's an archetype ability. It's yep. an archetype ability. I mean, you do sacrifice your use of cantrips for it. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's huge. Holy yeah, like wizards yeah. lose entire access to their cantrips. Yeah, yep. let him do to it. Get that. Oh no, I'm totally I'm totally good with it. It's a second level spell to get that. So right. That wasn't a let him do it at you. That was just like a holy cow. Because like most yeah. class features don't require you to have a specific tool to make them work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But some do. Some do. So that will be my turn. So Because that's all I can really do this turn. As well, a swift a action. Swift action yeah. So you still have a standard action. Oh, then I'll reload. So. Okay. Alright. So <laughs> that's the transformation and then the loading and then the moving. Yep. Beautiful. Got beautiful, 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 beautiful. Okay. So we actually can sort of deal with it a little bit. And okay. Now Miyabe is dead. <laughs> right. So, so Bill is going to attack you, Miyabe. Uh huh. With his warded touch of death. Yeah, it's not gonna matter. No. Uh, Natural. it's a ten against touch AC. Okay, that does miss. Whoa. Even without so, ward, my natural touch AC is higher than 10. So that was a 10. And then other shadow, I'm going to roll a d6 to see if it's going to go after Miyabe, Aluna, or Abner. So 1, 2, Miyabe, 3, 4, Aluna, 5, 6, Abner. 2. Yeah. Oh, boy. Abner. Boy. Sorry, you're screwed. Yeah. Okay. Oh, boy. So it's going to waft down here. And Jeanette is going to reach out to touch you for a, no kidding, an eight against touch AC. Nope. So far, Kermit's the only unlucky soul. I know their hits are really low because of how crazy dangerous they are, but... Do you guys remember how you ganked my shadows in Rune Lords? Oh yeah! How, how the do. monk with the super high touch AC just stood there, total defensing, yeah. while the wizard in the background spammed magic missile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that fondly. Yeah. Was there, were they the same things that just would do minus to strength? Yeah. Can you yeah. can you recall that I wasn't part of that group and that, no, that can't should not apply to me? <laughs> how? I mean, I don't know how that worked. You must have that. We went through so many rounds with two with three of them. That's crazy. Yeah. They just couldn't hit the monk's AC, but they're mindless undead, so it's not like they just were going to waft around them. But anyway, uh, now it's Miyabe's turn. So very lucky, you guys. <laughs> very yeah. lucky. Miyabe yeah, will sure. hope to capitalize on that luck, and he'll kind of look over his shoulder to Aluna, and he'll say, Be careful, these things are very dangerous. And then he will swing out at it. 22 probably will hit 15 15 damage. points of ghost touch damage that's all going through baby okay and this is the one that got hit by the spiritual weapon so it's probably oh okay it's dead so bill disperses into shadowy black mist that's what i'm talking about baby <laughs> and then he will uh yell out behind him and he say i am coming do not worry and he'll <laughs> run over here. Okay. Alrighty. And now it's Kermit's turn. Uh, 
Oh yeah, Grimace in this guy. I forgot because he got killed almost. Took five strength damage. Oh no, not Jeanette. Oh, walk up and take a shot. Okay. Can they take any damage from corporeal sources? Yeah, no, you would have known that. She shouted it out, but that's right. And he watched me shoot it. Nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so your bullet also on the passes. Verge of death. Your, your bullet hits it, but it just passes. Can I play my character and, and walk up and take a shot if I would like to be gentlemen? <laughs> oh, no. no. You're good. You, you remind me of the GCP uh, master. I know, I know it's not going to work. I'm just right. playing it that Krimit is desperate here, and Brandon, one went down. Brandon, I just want you to know that Krimit wouldn't do that, so I yeah, want you to do something. Aware. Yeah, Brandon, I'm going to have to ask you to start playing your character the right way, because... Oh, apologize. I Okay, can you change this? Anybody can move him around like uh, the over there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I have no more action, so I guess on my next turn, if I'm still alive, you guys can tell me what I should do next. Yeah, basically, oh, just the confusion. Be so, don't be so salty. We're just making sure you do. Holy cow! Maybe you uh, were. I was actually trying to get him angry. <laughs> I'm just playing them the way I think he should be played. Okay. So now it is Aluna's turn. We'll uh, start with... uh, What's the movement on these guys? At least 30. So we'll do that. Flip over there and uh, make that attack. Roll. 1 D 20 plus 8 18 Okay, 18 will hit Poor Jeanette 1 D 8 plus 1 4 points of force Four damage 4 points of force damage Round 2 of spiritual weapon and she will it's hard to say. Mm, 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 mm. She attacks Abner. The worst case scenario is that Sarah rolls randomly to see who the shadow goes after next, and it's Krimit again. <laughs> yeah, that's part of my that's part of my thought here. She's probably only going to roll between Abner and me, unless Abner moves away. That's my thought. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I'm going to go there, and I'm going to expend a level one spell known as Protection from Evil. Oh. Okay. There, what's the matter? Nothing. Just classic Aluna. I, I know. I <laughs> like, know. oh, Krimit's not the one that needs protection from evil, but Miyabe does. Miyabe <laughs> does. Krimit isn't, like, just crawling on the floor because he's got a three strength. <laughs> But you play your character. <laughs> Sorry, Josh. Josh, you play your character. Josh, you can play your character, but I, I honestly don't think Aluna would do that. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to ask. Like, no, I'm, be, I'm being, I'm being legit serious because I'm pretty sure that's a deflection bonus, and Ward is also a deflection bonus, and I think she would know that that would be redundant and useless if she casts yeah. it on me. If she's casting it on herself, that's fine. Well, what's is her intelligence? Uh, <laughs> I thought Ward, Ward's not morale. No, Ward is a deflection. Oh, we said that, remember? Because it doesn't stack with Ring of Protection. Yeah, we have gone over this several times. 
you. Well, in that case, uh, Aluna will actually not just do that. She will move in front of Kremet yeah. for right now. Yeah, I mean, you can play your character, but just do it right now. Okay, so yeah, Aluna well, herself will I, provide... I, I, I'm happy it's not just me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, guys, we talked about this before the module. I thought I had laid out for each of you how you were supposed to play your characters. Miyabe is supposed to miss most of his attacks. This script. Everyone knows. Yeah, that Sarah's just a... like, keep sucking, Brandon. Oh, you mean do what I do? Yeah. <laughs> Brandon, listen, you're going to be fighting these shadows, and I'm going to need you to just expend all of your bullets on them for me. Thanks. I I got to roll uh, ammo still. Um, I think I am going to do. You yeah, have action. Well, no, 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 I'm debating if I have protection from eagle, evil, crimmit, or myself, but I'll do myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 it's Abner's turn. Just because I'm in front of him, I, the idea in wow. my head is not wow. and fight. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but what if these ghosts have like a special ability, like reach around or something? They could just reach right. around you and get me. Then I would be very surprised and a little mad at Sarah for making me look bad. Okay. So I have no idea how to program the plus one. How do I do that? Or you uh, plus one to attack? Is that what it is? Yeah, well, it'd be plus one to attack and damage. So uh, you could make a normal roll and just add one to both the attack and the damage and say okay. that it goes through the incorporeal stuff. Okay. <laughs> yes. So an eight is going to miss, unfortunately. A nine. And it is its turn. It's probably going to go after me or the spiritual weapon. Yeah, it my could, attack five foot weapon. step. It's been fighting the spiritual weapon a lot. It could five foot step though. Although, if I'm not mistaken, is it count as a summoned evil outsider? I don't think so. It's not an outsider. No. It's sure. going to attack me, Abby. Okay. Surprise! It goes after Crimin. That is a fifteen against Touch AC. My Touch AC with Ward is fourteen. Oh, yeah, boy. So, uh, Mark Ward off. You take four points of strength damage. Nice. Evil summoned creatures. They can't touch you. And now it is Miyabe's turn. It really doesn't like it when I try to uh, add that as a temporary bonus. So, minus four to strength, we'll say. You You couldn't put negative four in the temp? I tried. It always zeroes it out for some reason so. okay so my two hits are now really good uh, Miyabe feels his strength leave him and he will desperately swing out again weakly uh, let me just make sure that I'm not over encumbered or anything uh, no I'm good so yeah he will take another swing yeah a 10 is going to miss the AC. These are the rolls that you are used to having. Yeah, that's what they should be. You wasted your 17 plus against the lightning elemental. Yep. Uh, now it is Kermit's turn. Yes, you are at full HP. 
Miyabe, so there's that. What you doing, Kermit? Oh, Kermit. I was just waiting for everybody to tell me what I should do. Probably shoot at it again. Fine. Probably shoot at Aluna. <laughs> yeah, shoot at Aluna. Have- no, no, that's wait, a bad wait. idea, because then Miyabe would enrage, which you would drop the ghost-hitting weapon, and then, well, you'd kill me. Do you have <laughs> any magical weapons? Okay. I have a pistol. The only thing I have is I could pull out a alchemist fire. I don't think that, that next af- turn. I don't think that would affect it either. No. Can try it. It might affect Miyabe though. So I five foot step out and then I pull out my alchemist fire to throw next round. Okay. Sounds like a plan. Does he have to wait till next round? Not to play your character, but action economy question. Yeah, because it's not like a weapon, so I think it takes the standard. Because I have, because I have it in like my bag or something. It's not. I don't have like a bag. It is the move action to retrieve an item. Did you drop your bag? Yes, that's. I don't also think I actually true. did, because oh, I still have my weight and everything on. Yeah, because with the strength damage, you might be super over encumbered. Oh yeah, that's true. Probably. Yeah. Miyabe still has a fourteen <laughs> yeah, my, strength. My light uh, load is now a. Is ten pounds. Oh no! Oh no! So I'm dragging that. My my. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, my heavy load. I'm at twenty nine point five pounds. My heavy load is thirty. Oh my! <laughs> well, if I get rid of one of these alchemist fires, I'll go down. So we're good. True. true. <laughs> so uh, I guess I could throw it this turn, or I thought you couldn't. I thought yeah. it took a, a longer action to, to rifle through your bag. I mean, move action to pull out an item, I guess, is, is how it works. Yeah. If you dropped okay. your bag, then you'd have to move over to where that is. No, I I forgot because I was getting out of here when I got smacked. All right. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I guess let me put on point blank shot. So I don't really use these, so I guess I'm going to try to throw it at him. Okay. Sure. Maybe I'll hit me, Abby. Square in the face. I'll be able to feel like what Vendel did. Miyabe rages and instantly drops. <laughs> oh crap, how do I... Oh, I don't have that programmed. What, could, what do I do? D20 what? plus your base attack bonus plus your dex. Sure. Yeah. Dex is pretty good though, isn't Wait, it? Dex yeah. not... Yeah, it's your range. You can just click range too on your character Oh, sheet. where's that? Five foot, oh, range, look at that. Mm-hmm. You're so smart. Thank you. 23. Okay, so 23, you hit it square in its space, it goes off, it doesn't do anything. I am super useful this fight. <laughs> Dealing one point of fire damage to me, I have a reflex for... Right, no reflex, because it's not a bomb, so you just take it. Guess who's not at full now, sucker? That's true. He's not. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm not sure... I don't think like, 50% from magical like blaster wizards can normally do stuff just by blasting and them. I mean, Alchemist Fire isn't a magical item, it's a, though. It's a corporeal source. Yeah. I, yeah. I guess it's an alchemical item, which are often imbued with an alchemist magic. I mean, do you have to use Detect Magic to know what it is? No. 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 Oh, well, then I guess, no. Brandon, if I was making a good argument, I would have won by now. (laughs) (laughs) And this is why I do not get uh, protection from evil. (laughs) 
Oh, interesting. I just thought of something, but oh. Uh, now it is Aluna's turn. Round three of this baddie. Kill it. Um, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna Matt try. 20. One. Well. Yeah, I know this is dumb, but I'm gonna uh, evil eye <laughs> just on my round to start. But I think it's immune, right? Yeah. Yeah, so she'll discover its immunity this round. Yep. Um, and then we'll just take the attack. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Don't take look at that. I was joking. 1d20 plus 8, spiritual. 5 plus 3, spiritual weapon, here we go. I'm so nervous. Nice. Oh, 26 will hit. Yeah. And we're going to go ahead and do that 1d8 plus 1 situation. 3. three. All right. Three points of damage Four. to Jeanette. Jeanette's not happy that you killed Bill, okay? Take that, Jeanette. It's not nice of you to kill Bill. And that was Aluna's turn, and next up it is Abner's turn. <clears throat> A five foot step back. Oh, I should figure out a template. And for the weapon. I'm actually gonna use magic missile. That'll do it. Ooh, that will do it. And I get I did. two, so I don't know how that works. 2d4 plus 2. 2d4 plus 2. 2d, okay. Slash roll 2d4 plus... It's going to be 7. No. Oof. It was minimum, minimum, it was minimum damage. Minimum. 4 Yikes. points of damage. But it all goes through. You see these much. impact the back of the shadow. And now it's Jeanette's turn. Case, I have read the spell text fully now. Spiritual weapon, if you're neutral, you get to pick depending on how you're acting in the moment. So its template would be one of those four. In this case, good Warhammer. So it's just a times three. That's good to know, though. Okay. Jeanette is going to roll a d100 and there is I will give a 40% chance that she goes after Abner 60% chance she goes after Miyabe so, so how do we want to do this 1 to 40 Abner yes yeah, okay. yeah. 1 to 40 Abner 41 to 100 Miyabe that spiritual weapons there too okay Miyabe oh. <laughs> so Miyabe That is a 12. I no longer have AC. ward, so 12 is yeah. exactly my touch AC. Yeah, and I, I thought about putting it back on him, and I said, I, I have to expend evil eye just to see if it's not possible. Guess how much strength damage? Six. Six. One. Okay. <laughs> we got you! You're a monster! You're a monster! I love that. Guess how much? One. Oh my gosh. That's... So that was Jeanette's turn. Uh, now we're back to Miyabe. 
He's gonna step here for no particular reason uh, and swing swing out with his plus seven. Okay. 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 Nineteen to hit. Nineteen to hit with thirteen full damage. And Jeanette screeches out in agony as you destroy her. And as he finishes his swing, the club almost falls out of his hands as he uh, is too weak to fully wield it at this point. Strength. I have 14 strength now. And this chamber falls to a still quiet, and you can hear a distant sound of rain, but since you're underneath a roof, a stone roof, it's not dowsing you anymore. I do not know, but uh, I feel very weak. Magdi will come back in and he will say, I'm sorry for leaving, but I could not take very much more of that. will pass and the finger majiki will disperse the spiritual weapon mm-hmm. we do have an alchemist right over there can we go get yeah. some more or less restoration right. did we not buy any of those no we okay one. oh we didn't buy any we didn't buy any okay so let's just, let's well, just buy those can he cast lesser restoration um, so yeah, can probably. you cast Lesser Restoration? <laughs> I think actually it is. It is. I I'm sorry. I I did not think that we would be dealing with that today. I I can pray, meditate on it for tomorrow, but unfortunately, I don't nope. have that at my disposal not if he's a today. Nope. You also don't have it. I lied. Lesser uh, Restoration. Lesser Restoration. Uh, Lesser, yes, yeah. they do have. Full um, restoration, they do not, but lesser restoration, uh, they I hate do. when they do that. That's so I know. annoying, actually. I don't know why they do it that way, but... Because all of the other ones that get lesser get restoration. Like, a shaman gets it. That's so what, dumb. What is your plan? Do you... How urgent is this matter? Do you think that one more day is going to make a difference? Because I could prepare it a couple of times for tomorrow. Uh, Three times, if you need it, for tomorrow. No, we have no time to waste. We must go now. And Miyabi charges down the steps. (laughs) (laughs) Never to be seen again. (laughs) Trips on the stairs because he's weak. Tumbles down. Takes takes damage. (laughs) Um, I can't roleplay off of that. I was going to try to say something in character, but... (laughs) No. Abner Uh, will, will run back to the alchemist lady. Oh, it's you again? What do you want this time? Uh, we fell befoul of some spirits, and we need uh, some of them there lesser restoration potions you have. Uh, what, two? She had three, right? Yes. Yeah, she had so three. We, we are on two. a... We are in a bit of a we-have-to-keep-going-though mindset, right? Theoretically. Presumably. Like, we don't know what the time 
frame. We don't. Is. I'm trying to think of our characters feel that same time. There's a brewing storm, but would they but, think what what's the difference a day make? You know what I mean? But I mean, even then, like I'm of the mind that like metagaming wise, like I want to get as far as I possibly can in case I do have to rest again. Yeah. Because then yeah. when we do rest, we'll have less to go after next time, and then we don't have right. to rest a second time. Right. right. I'm just trying to get in the headspace of where of what they what factors they would be considering. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, health-wise, we're good. If we roll well on the lesser restorations, it might not be that big of a deal. Like, I'm down four, Krimit's down five. If we roll, How much yeah, I can barely carry my lackluster gear. So. so, I'll buy all three from her. They're 100 gold apiece, right? 300 gold apiece. 300 gold? Oh, good lord. Yep. Right. <laughs> Abner's crying in his cereal. Right? Like, ugh, people are so expensive. Well, we'll, we'll make tons of money once we sell some of this well, other stuff. I was going to say, I do think that this RP moment here, though. I mean, Abner is shelling out 900 of his hard-earned cash. His Part of his, what would have been his down payment. Well, it's not his. It's the party's. That's true. I'm telling you, if you are really in a rush, I understand, but I can prepare this three times tomorrow, and for saving my life, it would be no charge. Abner will run back. Oh, no worries. I purchased some potions from. I thought you were going to say, I heard no charge. <laughs> I heard no charge. Yeah, he busted. Free? <laughs> oh, yeah. Free? Free? What's no, his I think name again? Kind of of the same mindset that it's. Magdi? Kind of urgent. I appreciate that, Magdi. I, I too can prepare lesser restoration. Uh, but I think we have to keep moving. And when Abner comes back, um, she'll thank him. Because she knows, I mean, it's not said in so much words, but I think that her tie to money is less, like, she doesn't view it as valueless, so, like, it doesn't mean anything to her like Miyabe does. But for her, it would be better if Abner had it, kind of, is her line of thought. Like, she's not going to put it to good use, particularly, so... She recognizes the sacrifice. And I mean, Abner's not heartless. Like, no. He's not like, oh, you guys are injured? Too bad we don't have the party funds to cover the price of that. That's unfortunate. <laughs> no, so but should I think we press on? <laughs> but even still, though, you have to think that money could have helped stimulate Pride's Hearth's economy, True. which could help build the this new uh, society but, that we're trying to get. You know, it's not in their mind. I mean, yeah. we have thousands of gold worth of magic items that we could sell. Right, yeah. we have a I mean, we'll get, that we'll, we haven't sold. <laughs> we, we, we'll get there when we do. We'll yep. Oh, before we get to that, before I forget, um, the shadows for defeating them, they were both CR2. <clears throat> 800 each, so a total of 1,600. So were they, if you don't mind, peek them behind the screen. Is it um, 1d4 plus 1 or a d6? Oh, for their strength damage? Yeah. Uh, 1d6. 1d6. So, mm-hmm. yeah, pretty well then on that first one. Yeah, it was it was a good one. It's a good one. And Krimit, what's your total strength? Three. Oh, total oh. is eight. Oh, so two bad hits of those and you're just dead. Yeah. Wow. That's why Jason said it was really Man. bad. Wow. I didn't realize that you had dumped strength. Oh, so did I. Abner will hand a potion <laughs> of lesser restoration to Krimit and tell him, I think this might make you feel a little bit better. And 
Uh, he'll turn around and hand one to Aluna and be like, eh, probably best if you gave this to me, Abe. Then you guys have to arm wrestle to see who gets the third one. <laughs> yes. Well, it depends on who rolls well and who rolls <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. I think Miyabe might still win, even if Kermit rolls well. <laughs> um, actually, I do believe I have an ability that can uh, deal with this for a little while, too. I can suspend... <laughs> Is this a curse? Suspend reality. No. Yeah. It's not a disease or a poison. Ah, here it is. Restore vitality. You suppress ability damage. So yeah, I can do some faith healing too. For one Uh, minute. No. Okay, so who's rolling? So Brandon, if you want to roll your D4 to see how much you get back from your potion. And then Jason, you can do the same with yours. Okay, so Kermit gets back three of his five. Not bad. Also and Miyabe gets back three of his. So I am down by two now, which is just yeah. a minus one penalty. Yep. So with two hours, though, if y'all have the patience for that as opposed to a full long rest, I can perform some faith healing, um, which would suppress ability damage. You perform a one-hour ceremony after which you attempt to heal check against the DC of the effect that caused the ability damage. This doesn't have a DC... Yeah, so maybe you can't do it? Yeah, it's an attack uh, roll. It's not a DC effect. Yeah, maybe you can't do it. Actually, yeah, you apply esoteric principles to temporarily suspend or remove curses, diseases, and ability damage, it says. Yeah, it's probably for, like, poisons or... Yeah, but it's a complete... There's. There's three different categories on it. One for diseases and poisons, one for afflictions and curses, and then one for ability damage. So with that, Kremit, are you able to move now? <laughs> like, your weight and stuff's not a problem? Or is it still a problem? I was borderline just with um, my beat strength anyway, but I'm at a medium load right now, so not horrible. I will look up but if I drop my gear, I'm uh, drop my bag now. I'm still over, gonna be over my light load. So there's no reason for me to ditch my backpack right now. Hmm. So I'm well, gonna let wiser minds than mine decide what we should do with the last lesser restoration. It's basically energy drain, right? The effect, basically, or the universal monster. Well, when you've got two birds and a stoned bush, sometimes you just have to put all your chips in a uh, bag. We could just no. metaphorically rock, paper, scissor and just have Brandon and I both roll a d20 and whoever rolls higher gets the third one. Do that. Quick. Or you can just tab it. Yeah, maybe since you're a strength-based character. I mean, yeah. It, it doesn't matter. Uh, it, if I took it, even if I rolled a one, it would get rid of any penalty that I have. Um, I don't know if you're taking any big penalties from being medium load or not. Penalties to just my deck skills. Um, Isn't that what your damage is relied on? Or no? Well, no, it doesn't It doesn't give him a penalty to decks, just dex-based skills. Yeah, so oh. it's giving me a minus one to my AC, and I'm just getting a penalty to strength and dexterity-based skill checks. So it's not the worst thing in the world but right 
Yeah, I don't I don't care either way. Krimit would forego taking the third potion and offer that Miyabe takes it. Okay. Surprise! Abner takes it. <laughs> yeah, Magdi's like, excuse me, I also took <laughs> from that. Right. Okay, never mind. Yeah, but like he can cast it again in the morning. Like we're not gonna have him on the front line. Well, if you don't mind, I think I'm going to stay up here. I don't know if I'm going to be of much use to you down there. Miyabe would probably say, he says, that is probably best. Uh, it is most likely dangerous there, and I do not want you getting hurt And before you get back to Sikanjo again. Um... He will tell you while you were talking and taking the potions I was able to look around at the murals on the walls here. Uh, it speaks of the history of the storm kindlers in this temple. Uh, it begins with their exile from the distant southern lands. Uh, it goes on to describe their emigration to the region. Uh, the first ritual storm callings, uh, the second attempts uh, eventually, their discovery of a successful ritual. Um, it, it's all in druidic, so you wouldn't understand it, but um, it's it's very interesting to read. I kind of want to study it some more. This is all more about my cult than I really knew about. Rather, I should say, I don't know if I really consider them to be part of my cult because they were uh, defamers of Gozra, trying to find ways to control nature rather than embrace it. Yeah, they would just kind of acknowledge him and say, Yes, you can. Uh... Stay up here and study uh, this room. Uh, just to be careful that more of these shadows do not come in. I do not know if these two are the only ones. Luna will take a look around, maybe cast a detect magic, or you know, do the best of a sweep that she can to get some some otherworldly sense if there's any future haunts or shadows or anything that might be here. Um, the room seems very still. You think maybe these were the guardians of this passage. Um, now it's, you know, it's relatively quiet, I should say, because you do notice that there is a roar that is coming from down below. Um, but you no longer hear the sound of the rain up above. I also, uh, I looked up the the rule for that and um yeah the it doesn't doesn't do anything because there's no dc so yeah long story short it needs an errata but that's one that's never going to come now that they're working on 2e so nope so sorry miyabi sprints down the stairs oh my i'll have to come up with a reasonable (laughs) homemade dc if that happens but you get ability damage from all kinds of effects that don't have DC, so I don't know what what was going on there. Okay, so Miyabe is heading down the stairs. 
Listen, Kremit's the only one now with ability damage, and we all know Aluna would not expend a spell to fix someone else's ability damage other than Miape's. No, sure I would, <laughs> if I could. We, I, I was even going to take a whole hour to make him not have to worry about it, but um, the the rules said, just kidding. <laughs> JK. Just, just kidding, no, no can do, buddy, budzo. And so okay. that was the end of that. Kind of worthless. Yeah. Kind of sad. What a worthless character. Gosh. Gosh. I could I could put bark skin on you. That's not gonna get rid of your ability damage. I could put bless on you. That's not gonna help. Okay. So Miyabe, as you head down the stairs, um, you're immediately greeted by hot, moist air that hits you in the face. And the roar of falling water that fills this room. Um, the descending stairs end at a 20-foot-long hallway, which expands briefly before abru- abruptly opening into a huge chamber. There are torches on the western and eastern walls that illuminate the area. So I'm going to drop us over to... I missed this comment, but somebody says, you know, the shadow could float into the floor and just attack from total cover. <laughs> yeah, funny. if you're a Jason GMing this, that's something that you would do. Yeah, you, you can't actually do that by the rules of the game, can you? It can it... go into the floor, I believe. Yeah. No, I mean, they'd have total concealment against you as well, because they wouldn't be able to see you. Right, 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 right. It I goes both ways. Troy did that in... Yeah, he did. Well, it's because Feyraza encapsulated them in a uh, wall of stone. Oh, I was talking about Midnight Mirror. Oh, I was talking about uh, Giant Slayer. Yeah. So I popped popped you over to this other map. Um, So I will describe what is going on here. So um, you see, as you come down the stairs, um, this area here is a floating platform that is moving. So essentially, there is a giant floating platform in the middle here. It is... <laughs> Abner is in the twirling maelstrom. Um, there's churning water all below this floating platform. And then there is this wall of, like, crackling electricity and wind that's spinning. So that's what this part up here is. And it's encapsulating something in the center of this floating platform that you can't see through. You don't know what's going on. This platform here is moving around clockwise. It moves such that... um, Let's see. It moves such that it completes one full circuit around this circular area every four minutes. And it stops just long enough at like this place for two rounds um oh boy uh so essentially like it moves such that it's at two rounds at each place around here so it's pretty slow you're saying yeah it's pretty slow and at the present are we approaching it on a good turn or do we have to wait a little while um i'll say that you're gonna have to wait a few minutes but you're kind of taking in this whole scene so the edge of the corridor falls down 20 feet to a swirling lake so this is a 20 foot drop into a swirling lake um that stretches out 15 feet before coming to a wall of churning storm clouds rising up to the ceiling the chamber's ceiling 
a wedge-shaped plinth. So that's this thing. This web-shaped web wedge-shaped plinth hovers 20 feet above the swirling waters, supported by some unseen force, and lashed to iron rings in the wall with sturdy but damp ropes. So it just keeps circling around and around. As she waits for it to come by, she'll cast uh, Detect Magic. So I guess I didn't realize, Abner, by giving up cantrips, I'm the only one who can cast Detect Magic. That's why you never do it. No, he can get it. Technically I can, but I have to use a level one spell slot to use it. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, so really... Really, uh, so I don't. I don't. I don't right. use it, usually. Yep. <clears throat> okay, so as you're standing there, you see the uh, wedge-shaped plinth comes back around for two rounds as it just continues to move in this swirling maelstrom. Does it detect magical, the forces that are keeping it up? Yes, yep, you do detect magic in this area. There's a lot of magic. Um, I did want to use my Pearl of Power to get Magic Missile back. Okay. FYI. Okay. Sounds good. So you use your Pearl of Power today to get Magic Missile. Shall we step onto this uh, platform? Just What's in the water. What school of magic? Nothing about it seems dangerous, right? Um... So what's keeping that up is transmutation. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you also detect very strong, well, not very strong, but strong evocation coming from the actual, like, crackling electricity storm. And there's, can we see into the middle at all? No. It's like a wall. Yeah. So there's conceivably a door maybe on the other side, we would think, because there's nothing here. You're not sure. Um, Aluna will look to Abner because she has she doesn't know what this kind of magic is. Uh, can I do a spellcraft? Mm-hmm. Actually, it would be I think knowledge arcana. Knowledge or is, arcana. is that in the moment? I forget which one is. I think knowledge mm-hmm. arcana is to identify something that is in effect. Spellcraft okay. is to identify it as it's being cast. Yeah. Okay. So arcana. knowledge arcana. So we could both attempt it. Then I lied. <laughs> Because I have oh, it's I have a rank in it, so I can I can roll it. Fifteen. Twenty six. Okay, so a twenty six will tell you that the magic keeping up this platform is a levitate spell, and then it would be another knowledge arcana to detect what the other magic aura is. Levitate made permanent, conceivably. Conceivably, yes. Else it's being recast by some poor bloke. Um, the other one, you're not sure what that magic force is. So, do we step on it? I think so. Yeah. Before it'll be all right. Okay. So before before it takes off, you guys move onto the platform and you start to ride it around. Um. You get to... Clearly, there's carousel music playing. <laughs> Clearly, we should have done this in a more strategic manner. But I kind of see, like, as it's rounding that last edge, Aluna kind of, like, pops onto it as it's, like, starting to get out of reach. I yep. mean, what else other option do we have just to stare at it? Like, yeah. Well, 
I can I can see the overly cautious dungeoneers with with terrible trapped minded DMs having like all right so one of us is gonna send an unseen spirit on it to start and then we'll see what happens to the unseen spirit comes back and if it's still there then we'll try to poke it with a ten foot pole and we'll step on later and like kind of just wait and guess it at the whole thing that's dumb nope not our style not okay. our style so as you're heading clockwise. Um, you pass by this area, and you can see that it connects to a walkway, um, an icy walkway. It's going called right uh, clockwise. Mm-hmm. Yep. We'll uh, take a look down the walkway. That's icy. Okay. So as it goes by the couple of rounds, you can see that it extends deeper into a long well it opens up into a room and then extends into a hallway and then it kind of darkens off so you can't see much further but it extends further down a hallway yeah and as the angles come around you can kind of make out that there's more yeah yep so there's it kind of yeah you can tell that it's a it's a bigger room so do we just want to go all the way around and then pick our stop on the second pass i think so i think that's the wisest Okay. So you continue around. Clearly the big, big bad boss is in here and we're just waving at him as we go around. Hello! Hi! <laughs> Hello! We'll be back. Yep. <laughs> Don't kill any more townsfolk, alright? <laughs> Give us so time to you, stop you. As you continue around, you can see that um, this area here connects to a a hallway that appears to be collapsed. Okay. Um, but clearly roll me a, starts digging. <laughs> roll me a perception check. Sure. And it's slow enough that if I cast detect magic I can get two rounds of it as it goes around if I time oh, it right. Nat 20. Nice. Detect magic on what? If I just cast it as we go around, you see this thing, I time it right, I can get like two rounds, not three rounds of information because it'll be gone oh. by then. Yeah, you're not detecting any magic on these right. areas as you go around. Okay, so. Two nat 20s. Wow, that's impressive. So Miave rolled a 10, or yeah, had a 10. Abner has a 20, natural 20, wow. Krim uh, also has a natural 20 for a 28, and Aluna has a 17. So everyone except for. Miyabe notices that just below the surface of the water right here, there appears to be an entrance into what appears to be like a an, a submerged underwater tunnel. You oh. would you would guess that you wouldn't have to swim in order to, to get in that direction. But is the water electricity right now? No, the water's not electricity. The water's just, like, churning. Like gotcha. a maelstrom. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, right. So... That was that area. So that's how them stinking lizard folk got in. Um, you can see this area here. Um, there are shards, shattered bits of glass and a handful of intact rods that line the walls of this short hall, which ends in a slide of broken rock and dirt. So something collapsed here, but you can see rods and shattered glass. 
continuing around. This is a this is a good mental image of all of the four of us just kind of like standing on the this slow moving rock and just looking down. Oops. At the passageways, noticing different things. Let me just clear the rest of that. It's not great, but it is what it is. Um, so as you pass by this next area, you're able to see down. Oops, wrong tool. You're able to see down another long hallway that opens up into a larger room that you cannot see. Mm -hmm. And then as you swing up further to the north again, you're able to see a another little walkway that has stairs that lead up to a set of double doors. That go up? Yep, that go up. Hmm. Actually, I'm just assuming they go up. Let me see for sure. Um, yep, so double doors etched with geometric swirls and curves representing wind stand at the top of a short flight of stairs to the north of this landing. Um, you do able, you are able to catch as you go by that the left door has a small keyhole. As if it would go back up to the floor we were just on. You don't know. You're not sure. The height of the stairs isn't clear. Um, it doesn't appear to go up as far. Weird. Okay. Um, but, but I don't know how to approach this. And the whole time we were circling around, we didn't notice any... It's just a smooth stone here in the middle? No, it's this crackling storm that you can't see through. It's surrounding... It's almost like whatever is inside is completely surrounded by this windy, stormy electricity thing. And at no angle could we get a good look. Mm -mm. Nope, it's completely enshrouded. That's a and word. It, Shrouded. And now that we're closer at it, though, too, it it was det it was detecting his magic too, right? It was detecting his magic, but you weren't able to to determine what magic it was. Right. Based on the detect magic, though, is it a single massive aura for this whole thing, or is there like multiple auras emanating from? You were gathering one aura. Um, and this is like ice over here. Yep. So this. Seem to be ice. Um, you did see on the doors here that there are swirly swirls. <laughs> almost swirly like swirls. almost like they represent air. You guys wanna do some underwater combat, grab some air crystals from that alchemist upstairs, and then go down there? That seems like the safest path. I think that's probably just the way that they got in. Probably leads that's to the river outside. That's my suspicion. Um, Preferences? Just, just go in clockwise order. Okay. That's what I think. Sure. Does anybody have a different thought? That's nope. what I always do in any other game. Hmm. When in doubt, go clockwise. Just asking, Sarah, as we looked at the... There was no... I mean, except for here. There was nothing that stood out to us. We're like, ooh, we have to go there. Ooh, nope. That's, that's a plot hook, clearly. My character nope. feels motivated to go that way. Okay. You don't feel any draw to anything in particular. Okay. As you step off the platform into this area, the first thing that you notice is there's a frigid wind that blows constantly from deeper within the complex, gusting snow and mist into the central vortex area. 
thick sheets of frost line the floor and walls of this chamber. Against the eastern wall stands one statue that depicts a sinewy woman wrapped in flowing diaphanous shawls, and another that resembles an upright draconic creature with gills. Halls exit to the west, dropping into the lake and to the east into the colder regions. Is there snow? Yep. There's gusty <laughs> snow that is hitting you. Which I'm sure Miyabe and Aluna at least have never we're, experienced. We're blown away. Yeah, I've never seen snow in my life. That's crazy first experience. Did I ever tell you I actually was with a person who was like in their 20s my age who had saw snow for the first time? That is so funny to me as somebody who grew up in the north to think that that is a big deal for people, but evidently it was. Very big deal. I'm like, wow, snow, real life, holy cow. So now you can see further down this hallway. Is there anything written on the statues? Um, let's see. Nope, but roll me a knowledge religion. Aluna is like touching the snow and kind of like testing its texture and playing with it a bit. The one thing I'm good for. <laughs> so Abner, with your knowledge religion of 23, you're looking at these statues and you can tell that the sinewy woman wrapped in flowing diaphanous shawls represents Hashersha. Hashersha? Mm, yeah, the yeah, elemental yeah. lord of air. And the uh, upright yeah. draconic creature with gills represents Kelizandri, the elemental lord of water. Hashter Basha Basha and Kilabalanjabla. Hearing Abner say that, Aluna will stop what she was doing and kind of look up. Do these statues match the ones we found earlier outside the obelisk uh, in texture or design or material? Um, not really, no. Those were really weathered and hard to tell, but it didn't look like the same pose or anything at that point. No same pose, no same... They're not even made of the same type of rock or anything like that? Interesting. Um, it, they're made of the same rock, perhaps, but not doesn't appear like they were like the exact same statues. Mm -hmm. Cool. Uh, I guess we just kind of keep going on and she'll cast detect magic every once in a while. We don't have any reason to be quiet, do we? Question mark. Stealthy. Not really. Not really. Yeah. So verbal and somatic. Who cares? Um, like I said, she'll just cast it every once in a while. Not all the time, but often enough. But she gets somewhere new to see if she notices stuff. Okay. Um, as you guys walk down this hallway, roll everybody roll perception. Are we slipping on the ice? It is difficult terrain. What? A second nat 20 on perception. My goodness, you with your plus zero bonus. <laughs> Alright, so everybody rolled really well. Uh, so Miyabe rolled a 25, Abner natural 20 again for a 20, uh, Aluna for a 29, and Kremit for an 18. So all of you guys notice this. You're going slow enough on this icy, this difficult terrain, so you have to be careful as you walk down this hallway. But all of you notice um, that there is, right here, a concealed door in the wall. Miyabe turns to point it out to everybody and then slips and falls over. Yeah. <laughs> Aluda tries to help him out, but then also falls over. <laughs> Kermit with his six strength is not assisting. <laughs> Wait, yeah, I don't know how to get up off the ice. What do I do? I'm stuck. <laughs> he doesn't notice. Put one knee down. Get back up. 
they recover from that charade. Yeah, they will slowly walk over and... He's not going to check for traps. He's just going to open it. Okay. Uh, so you open it and you can see that it is a tight little squeeze. But it is a tunnel that winds into the darkness. You would be mechanically squeezing. I'll uh, cast Dancing Lights. Okay. Um, you cast Dancing Lights and you see that the tunnel continues and winds around until... Okay. So you squeeze through here. Because she can only see so far and she can send the globules out, but she only yep. has eyes for so far. Yep. So you continue on until you come to what is presumably another concealed door. Ah, this probably just meets up with the other passage that was blocked. Yeah, and she'll say as much. Do we want to go uh, to the next place uh, before uh, checking the first place? How squeezing are we? Are we like idiot real pain to double back? Kind of squeezing? I mean, you're mechanically squeezing, but you can just like Start Walk shuffling back. the other direction. We're yeah. not like, you know, an uncharted where you're like going like this through. Like no, that. no, no, no. It's not like you're not back to stomach squeezing. It's right. just tight. Like you wouldn't be able to easily get past Miyabe in this tunnel. Right. But she'll say, you know, we can just keep looking this place out. I think we do that. Okay. Am I still mechanically squeezing? Actually, probably not. <laughs> you're, you're probably fine. Uh, Actually, you're swinging your arms as you walk through. You're like, guys, I don't know what the big deal is. This is fine. Uh, but you know, you I'm notice... not mechanically squeezing, but I'm struggling to still carry my backpack. <laughs> um, you do notice that the ice ends as you go into this tunnel. There's no ice in the tunnel. Um, Miyabe, you enter into this room and you can see there's shick, shick. Oh, thick mm, sheets indeed. of ice. That was a close one. That was... A very close one, but it was but not. Uh, it's not that Both of you today. Yeah, thick sheets of ice cover the walls and floor here, formed by the bone-chilling cold that suffuses the room. Two wooden benches stand opposite each other here. Bas reliefs. Bas reliefs. Is that how you say that? Bas reliefs. Bas reliefs carved into the icy layer depict a myriad of humans worshiping a vast dragon-like creature while others show devotees venerating a raging cyclone. Can we infer that it's the two deities depicted here? Well, not deities. Well, yes, deities, but not... But, yes. Um, it bears a likeness to the one. Mm, the other is hard to decipher. Maybe a knowledge religion to confirm. Um, there was only one creature that was being worshipped. And just a cyclone, the other one's not being venerated. Uh oh no, 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 you're right. Sorry, you're right. Yep. Um they depict common images of the elemental lords of of air and water. Mm-mm. Sorry. Skip that paragraph. Um you do notice as you come into this room though, that the chilled air becomes so intense. That the more you linger here, the more you realize that it might start to do damage to you. That cold. Yeah. Wow. Hey, yeah, so me- mechanically, every 10 minutes, you're going to have to make a fortitude save. 
Oh, it's just like cold weather. It's terrible. Yeah, it's really cold, and you guys are not dressed for cold weather. No. I uh, also love this, though, too, because, I mean, as we all know, Gozra is the god of duality, but also the god of air and sea, the goddess of both. And uh, it's very interesting to have these other lesser deities who that's also each of their domains, obviously, the elemental lords, you called them. So they conceivably, if I'm understanding it right, are from those respective planes. Is that right, Jace? Yeah, they're from them. Yeah, generally speaking. So that's kind of an interesting dynamic there, kind of unfolding. We'll get out of this room. Is everywhere cold or just that one room? Everywhere is cold. This room, it gets worse. So um, the hall expands into a larger chamber curving curving out until it's 30 feet long and 30 feet wide. A cage of icy shafts encloses a floating crystalline orb three feet above the stone floor. Two rime-coated statues flank the hallway leading south. Oops. Aluna and Abner do their thing on the orb. It's just like floating in the middle of the room. Uh, yep. Behind this what did it say? Um, a cage of icy shafts encloses this floating crystalline orb. So is that an arcana? Or... Yeah, are we doing detect magic, and then are we doing what? Um, yes. So, you do detect magic from this. Mm-hmm. And... It will be a knowledge arcana. <laughs> Mayabe, Mayabe finds his love for ice skating and stops adventuring for the rest of his life to learn how to <laughs> ice skate. I do, I do think that this is this is a novel experience for these two, so we're, we're not role-playing it out right now, but I, I imagine Aluna and Mayabe, despite suffering the pain from the cold here, this has got to be like an exciting experience, too, as much as anything else, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it would be a knowledge arcana to try to determine what... Oh, well, the school of magic is conjuration. She'll relay that information to Abner. It's kind of a funny dynamic. He knows way more about magic than she does, but she can more easily notice its presence. Like, she's in tune with the spirits, you know? Cool. Yeah. Unfortunately, you're not able to tell what this is, but it is emanating moderate conjuration. Um, while Abner and Aluna are looking at this, I want Kremit and Miyabe to roll perception. That floating thing looks like a very important and magical thing. Should they smash it? Kremit, you're standing there while they're talking about this magic-y mumbo-jumbo. And out of the corner of your eye, you see one of the statues move. Boy. Oh boy. This one. And next thing you know, both statues in unison lunge out. <gasps> and we will pick it up next week with rolling initiative as Wait, constructs? I don't know if I constructs. Probably you ice guys golems. See? Hey, criminal nope, engineering. Nope, nope. Gargoyles. Oh, that's a gargoyle. Yeah. I was oh. wrong. I was wrong. Well I didn't see the image yet. Gargoyle. Looks oh, like you didn't see the image? Oh, I... 
It just blew up. I, I had made my guess before I saw the image. I mean, I guessed that it was yep. construct, but it was in fact a gargoyle. Well, I was going to say an ice golem, but I don't think that's what that was. So actually, um, just mechanically to see what happens, everybody roll perception. Because I just want to see who's acting in a surprise round. Yep. So, Kermit, we'll keep your 21. You're get, you're able to act. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so, Miyave, you failed. Uh, Kermit, you passed with a 21. Aluna rolled initiative. Um, and Abner, you rolled a natural 20 for your third natural of that? perception. I rolled like, initiative a 32. Yes. Okay, thirty-two. So Aluna, you're so um Miyabe, I need that initiative roll, though. <laughs> Miyabe, you're the only one who will not act in a surprise round. Okay. But Whoa, actually we actually wait, 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 wait. Hold on one second. Maybe Miyabe can wait, always act in a wait. surprise round because he took the wait. Ken by archetype. Wait. He won't take last Oh yeah. Actually, yeah. Nope. You're the only one who will not act in the surprise round. So um. Surprise round equals everyone except me, Abe. Do you guys want to roll initiative tonight, or do you want to wait till next week? Uh, let's wait till me. next week. You know, no need to you know, all click it. <laughs> all right, so we will roll initiative next week, and we will see what happens. Did I? I didn't. I was half, I was half joking. Y'all guys can do whatever you want. I already clicked mine. Nope, we're gonna just roll it next week. Oh, okay. So, and we'll pick it up there. Beautiful. Um, what were you checking, Jace, to see if you had, like, bonus to gargoyle? No, no, I just wanted to make sure that Improved Uncanny Dodge didn't negate oh, surprise yeah. rounds. It does not look like it does. Oh, really? Yeah, it just, make. you can no longer be flanked. That's basically it. Or so. flat-footed. It doesn't have a, you can always act in a surprise round text. I'm not seeing it right off the top of my head here, so... No. Well, we'll have to look between sessions. Otherwise, though, everybody who tuned in to the live stream, both of the people who left some comments today, that was fun. I would always appreciate you guys. If you didn't catch us today, I don't know why you'd be listening now. But you can always watch us on uh, YouTube and Twitch, and you can check out our Spotify for everything else and everywhere else you find podcasts. Thank you so much. You all have a good night. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the adventure as much as we did. If you would like to watch live, catch us every Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern on Twitch or YouTube. You can also follow us on Twitter or Instagram at Mildly Heroic. We will see you next time.